0: You can
1: listen to or welcome to our Ted Lasso Talk, the TedCast. Welcome, all Greyhound fans. Welcome, all you sinners from the dog track and all the AFC Richmond fans around the world. It's the Lasso way around these
2: parts with Coach Coach and Boss. Without further ado, Coach Castleton. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We are doing TedCast Season 3, Episode 6, Part 2, Sunflowers. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. We're very excited you found us, uh, in the, in the jungle of podcasts, uh, that is whatever the podcasting world. Um, it's so nice you found our little podcast. Uh, if you want to hear the beginning, the first part of sunflowers, it was the last one. If you don't care about that, and you want to just jump into the deep end of the pool. We are very, very excited to have you. My name is Coach Castleton and with me as always is Coach Bishop.
1: I've been waiting for you to say those words for a very long time. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I love that. I love that moment. I love that, that moment. That's great. And, and this that is was tip- so great.
2: This is typically when then I say, and this is always this is our boss, Emily Chambers. Um, but you can hear the apps I'm gonna give you a second, the little little dead air here for a second, and you will notice the absence of the witch's cackle that usually <laughs> that usually happens at this time when the duplicitous <laughs> and vengeful boss uh, takes over the podcast and starts uh, man-shaming. Uh, this is usually what happens about 14 seconds in. And uh, weirdly, only <laughs> me, though, doesn't pick on Coach. It's a very strange dynamic. I mean, but listen, just you and me, noticed. Coach, today, right? Yeah, no, just yep. the two of Here us. We go. So Here we go. Here we true- go. True gazelle today, am I right, coach?
1: <laughs> yes. And 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 I, uh, unlike Rebecca, actually now know what that means. So look at look at that. Look at that. Look at how far we've come. Um yeah, uh we we are gonna miss uh
2: the the wonderful Emily Chambers. She is in our nation's capital,
1: and I for one hope she stays there. So um <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. I love an insult. I'm not even sure what it meant, but I'm like, oh, it was definitely, it was definitely an insult, though. That, yeah, that I can no, tell I, you. Uh, yeah. Yep. No, no. I feel, I feel a, a perverse sense of freedom with her
2: uh, in absentia. So we, we're going to pick it up where we left off, Coach. Uh, it was um, actually it, on behalf of Boss. I'm going to give either one of us the ability to try to. Uh, impart whatever wisdom she would give on any situation, most ah. notably whenever you know. Sometimes we might try to think, okay, what would what would boss say here? Uh, yeah, yeah. It usually will be taking the wrong side of any uh, argument, um, <laughs> an indefensible position, and try to push it through. Uh, and uh, but but no, she makes a lot, she actually in her defense, uh, she is she's a, a very very bright bulb, despite her. Like, from every story i've heard her family her up up <laughs> her where she lives how her, she her lives her instincts yeah her inst- yeah yeah <laughs> despite every factor that would that would create an adult human being she has uh triumphed and become someone of absolute substance and um yes despite all my mockery i adore her very much and um i can't wait for her to be back She'll be back with us next episode. So you only have to suffer through this absolute sausage fest for one <laughs> one episode, folks. <laughs> yep. Okay. He
1: released that sausage fest in case you thought you made that it's up. It's just dumb men today. So sad. So it's going to be a real hockey
2: locker room vibe in here today. Um, we pick it up with Rebecca. She was in the water. How the fuck am I supposed to know what that? The, the, how the fuck am I supposed to know that stupid fucking place? And then we moved on. And the man said, Come on, whoever this mystery man, who we, we know is the uh, lovely uh, Matteo Van de Gritten. Van de Gritten. Um He's, hey.
1: That's a strong name. Right? Mm-hmm. I know, I
2: know just from reading the internets. Uh, boy, he put a grin on some people's face, coach. <laughs> <laughs> There's women's, women and men swooning all over the world. Uh, he is he's a hands, handsome bloke, and we will get into that. Um, I thought it was, we did not touch on this because we had to finish up the last part, but I thought, oh yeah. man, I can't believe she says stupid fucking place to a resident of the place, to uh,
1: Les Habitants. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. You're right, I though. Like, I mean, that was, seems like yeah. a weird sounding board, right? Yeah. Don't you fucking, think? Don't you yeah. think this place where you live and <laughs> yeah. probably where born is fucking stupid? Yeah, it's an interesting it's an, inter- it's an interesting way in. He just goes past it. I think I think he he uh,
2: we're going to come to find that he's a man who's dealt with some trauma and some some drama and trauma.
1: Yeah, um, both. Yeah.
2: I, have you ever heard the term uh, before we move on, Coach? You ever heard the term trauma dumping?
1: No, but I want to hear more.
2: Yeah. um... I it, I think it's a Gen Z term. Uh my daughter was like talking about a friend. She's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I haven't talked to her in a while. Um it was tough because she didn't have a great support structure and so all of our anytime we just talk, you know, get on the phone or hang out whatever, it would just be like just crazy trauma dumping. And it's oh. basically like you trust someone so much that you put you just tell them everything that's you, going on. But you, it can get but, heavy. Right. And yeah, that means like yeah. the per- in my case, in this case my daughter, 17-year-old daughter would be you know, like a de facto therapist because the friend would come from mm-hmm. a family that doesn't believe in therapy or doesn't give her that mm-hmm. avenue. So you now know, she's can- got to
1: talk to somebody.
2: Right. And so it's, like, very right, flattering right, in right. one way because you go, oh, I'm trusted.
1: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in
2: another way, it can be, yeah, it can be a lot. And so, yeah, I just didn't know if you had heard that on your travels.
1: I haven't. And this is going to be super dark, so I'm going to apologize in advance. Um, But it made me think of a story and somehow it feels like I should bring it up. So I was in eighth grade now I think about it. And there was a girl who was having a really hard time at school. I knew her, you know, we were friends, but not the best of friends at that point. And then we just started to talk more and more. And she confided in me that she was considering suicide. And I remember being like, ah. And so like, but she had like, I'm 13, so she said, don't tell anybody. So I didn't tell anybody, but I would like meet her outside the girl's locker room, like every day at the beginning of the day, walk her to the homeroom. Like, like I just, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. You know, um, so yeah, as much, I, I guess this is maybe what, what sparked this for me. I'm, I'm incredibly impressed with Gen Z's, um, Just to say emotional intelligence doesn't even, because to me, emotional intelligence could be an awareness, but but they seem to have a real sense of protecting themselves emotionally and spiritually. Like, like, that's not good for me. I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't want to use that kind of language. I I don't know. There's something. Yeah, no doubt. I feel like we were more encouraged to, like, stay with the group and figure it out and whatever. And they're like, nope, that group's toxic. I'm out. And and I think that's great. I think it's really good.
2: Yeah, no, it's great. Oh God, I love Gen Z is, is doing they're doing great things. And yeah, the, the suicide conversation is very, very difficult because when you're not trained, how do you know what to do? You know, the daughter that I'm talking about, the trauma dumping, she had a friend that not different, different friend who right, kind of right. held her hostage a little bit with the threat of that, mm.
0: and and
2: and she would and and my daughter, to her credit, without even me, she would like soon as the girl would say it, she was like, bam, my daughter would go right to guidance and be like, this is above my pay grade. She asked right. me not to tell anybody, but I'm very sorry, mm. I'm not qualified, and I can't right. live with the fact that if something happened to her. But right, 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 it was right, right. it was it ended up being um, you know sometimes that becomes. If you don't have oh god it's so it's so it's such a difficult thing because it's a mm-hmm. uh point of no return right, and so well, right right you know, so you can't yeah. you can't not take it seriously, but then let's say someone's you know kind of use you know what i mean like it's a, yeah. it's also oh, a very sure. very clear way to get i, I, I oh, had yeah. a i had a long term relationship with someone who um did pulled the you know like if you leave me i'll I'll do that i'll and, do that yeah and, and i and i I still feel. Yeah, resentful about it. Because like years later I'm like, no, you she, she wouldn't have. But I'm like, God, that it felt horrible. And then it felt yeah, like partly my responsibility. You know what I mean? Even like, even if like,
1: it was a one percent chance, right? You feel like, whoa. Oh, right. That's the
2: thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's um it's a uh, what you say about uh Gen Z, they they are incredible and um you know, they live through a pandemic and I always Jeez. all I do is just complain that you know, not meant to be a complaint. I just want to point out, listen. We're not healing yet. Like, I don't know how these kids are supposed to. In- Why are we just moving on? I don't get it.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's completely bonkers. Like, if this, if if a disease had ravaged through a single town, like, people would be, you know, still sending blankets and teddy bears. and Yes. Food, you know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. But it, because it happened to everybody, then, you know what I mean? Like, none yes. of us got the, the, because it was like, well, who am I to send you anything? I'm locked in my house, too
2: it's right and, and it's it's as if people you know would say like listen chernobyl's fine like everybody keep living your life go to the supermarket yes. like no 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 there's yeah. there is a melt we are we are in a in a state of decay what is happening yeah. you know what i mean yeah but because yeah. it happened to everyone and then in their in the eternal wisdom of adults they can't fathom that this may have hit children harder than them or became right. or become a formative right. element in their lives and in some places, places, yeah, it, it's going to play out with uh, Gen Z becoming more vocal, which I love, and demanding change and standing up for themselves. And you just go, "This yep. is this is great."
1: Don't you feel like the kids? Into, and obviously, then the adults took over, and the story became about you know racist adults. But initially in Tennessee, I feel like that was a different brand of kid. Than even I was, and I think I was a, I was on the outspoken end of the spectrum. I know that is shocking to everyone who just heard that, um yeah, but no, rush. I was like, <laughs> I was super vocal and whatever. But I can't, I, I don't, I know I did not ever like march up to the Capitol or march up to City Hall or any anything of the like, you know. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm continually oppressed by them.
2: Yeah, me too. I want to point out before my ADHD kicks in all the way, the one of the, the one of the common the colloquialisms that have somehow managed to infiltrate common culture, especially I see it a lot in schools, public school mm. teachers, and things like that. And I see it as a, a something that kids are rebelling against, even whether they know it or not. But it's hmm. a phrase: you get what you get, and you don't get upset.
1: Yeah. Have you heard that? I have heard it. And I didn't I don't remember it being a thing when I was a kid. And then when my kids were little all of a sudden I was like, yeah, oh, I guess, same. I guess that's a thing. I
2: never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was it was uh, in the same way uh, Beard and Ted, their conversation before the tea, it says, you know, I assume this is implied. When we were little, uh social obedience was implied. You just did it. So they didn't need that. Phrase as
1: much right. Um,
2: then you have some parents who try to tell their kids, you know, think outside the box, and all of a sudden it becomes so prevalent. Th- you get what you get, and you don't get upset. I'm like, wait a second, what? I heard teachers say it to my kids, and I was like,
1: where that? Why mean? not?
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> wait, oh, oh, that is like the ultimate pawn of the oppressor right. toolkit, you know, starter kit. I'm like, oh
1: yeah, that? yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. I really hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Um but uh what we will uh, we'll, I'm sure we will we'll broach that as we keep going. Um today we start with um Rebecca is swimming to the to the the uh, gazelle man. Um uh, we cut to Ted on his phone in the hotel room. And we hear Beard off camera saying something and and uh
1: what is what is Beard saying here coach? Like remember when Jordan when we were Reebok in the 92 Olympics? Right, Ted says, of course. Seventy-four World Cup Kruf cr- 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 How close was that? Yeah, that's do what do he that?
2: says. Yeah, cr- yeah, Kruf. Cr-
1: yeah. Kruf cr- refuses to wear Adidas. They gotta make him a special two striped shirt. And Ted
2: is texting, and we see little insert, hey boss, uh, you got any plans for later? blah blah blah. blah. He's texting
1: i like that he i like that she that it's rebecca aka the boss like who's he who's he making sure knows that's who that is his phone like it's not is he
0: leaving
1: (laughs) okay yeah the boss i love it the boss got it um he was a badass but he was also a paragon of the 60s so he was bigger than jordan really he was like jordan and john lennon combined this
2: is a little little lecture um uh that, that Ted is getting from Beard about Johan Cruyff Um I don't know if I'm saying that like an Englishman. Sure, Englishman. Uh, Ted says, oh, oh that's cool. Like he's sort of half listening. He's still texting. Mm-hmm. Beard mm-hmm. pops out. He's combing his beard um and he says to uh to Ted, hey did you figure out where we're reading? To which we always you and I say Ted 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 has ADHD, right?
1: A hundred percent. I la- yeah. I laughed at this moment. I was like, I get it Ted. Don't finish that text. Go get the dinner thing set up now. You're not yeah. going to remember.
2: <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> it, it, It's crazy how fast people do not understand how fast you don't remember. I was Oh yeah. Pull, pulling gone. into my local local transfer station yesterday and our mutual friend Tim uh British Tim called me up and mm-hmm. I said uh I was like, "Hey, I'm just about to drop off a load of um uh, a cardboard and you know like recycle for, for the recycling and um i'm just gonna get out of the car i'm gonna throw it in the dumpster <laughs> i'll call you right back he called me today i saw his number on my thing and i was like oh shit like i did not think of it i Again. didn't think of him or it the job i had to do from the second i hit the red button right on my phone until the second his name popped didn't it was gone people don't understand They're like oh doesn't it go into a no
1: it goes no. nowhere yeah it, yeah right it's just yeah it's Vanishes. uh we're, we're it's like we're walking around with chromebooks half the time like there's no memory no we can <laughs> we can sort of process what you're putting through us right now but once you turn us off they'll you know take care yeah
2: no it's crazy so ted says i oh, shoot i forgot on it grabs his phone uh let's see okay Hey, this would really be good. Yankee Doodle Burger Barn, an authentic American dining experience with American-sized portions. You know, I could definitely go for a little taste of home. How's that sound, Coach?
1: And what's what's it saying? rated?
2: Yeah, he pops back out. Now he's got these like uh, the things under his eyes. Is that for the? Uh, to this is what I think. Boss might know this better better than I, I don't know either you, of you us. Like a guy that gets facials all the time.
1: Um, oh yeah, I'm super. I don't even know what the word is. That's how. That's how much I am that.
2: i was planning a surprise for one of our mutual friends uh Uh, coach and um i won't say who the mutual friend is but i uh, was talking to his his wife and saying, hey we're planning a surprise and what does he got on this day she's like oh yeah he's got a facial oh shit i shouldn't have said that (laughs) i told you that I was like, he's got
1: a what? She's like, nothing. He's got right, nothing. right, 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 right. Please, right. please he's, don't. He's, let, he's got super manly. That's his. That's his lumberjack day. Anyway, <laughs> gotta go, Thor. Oh. <laughs> See, now we can't even use that. <laughs> I love. Oh no,
2: no, no, it's fine. It's kidding me. It's a, right on the right on the thing, Coach. Uh, uh, it's totally fine. So yeah, whatever he's got under his eyes, whatever he's got under his eyes is, I think, for the bags under his eyes. I guess.
1: I yeah, yeah, that's what. It, I mean, that's what it felt like. Yeah. So Ted
2: says two point seven, and Beard says and he says out of five, and what does Beard say? I like this.
1: Think we can beat that.
2: Yeah, I think we can beat that. I like their but, coaches, goddammit, Coach.
1: Yeah, I think they he's can like, beat, come, on, come on, come on, come on, come on, yeah, man, yeah, Ted. We can do better. Than that. But so there was something. It was like a little kid, and I think I have some of this in me, which is why it amused me when he said out of five, like he was like. I'm gonna give it everything I got. You know, like would it would would did, did Beard think it was out of? Three? Like there's no there's nothing it would have been out of that <laughs> like of course it's out of five. Like, God, I hope it's out of ten. Like, but right. like I love that he's like, eh, eh? You know, I don't know. It's it's very, it's very Ted to uh, hey, why why are we focusing on 2.3 stars they don't have?
2: I, I totally agree with you. I also think we, we, I want to look at the fact that the first place he sort of tied his heart to was a taste of home.
1: Absolutely. Or or, and right? and that's what he said, right? He didn't say like, I bet they have good burgers. He said, it'd be nice to get a taste of home. That's what he said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whether or not it's 2.7 is not in any way why he wants to go there. But yeah, I get, yeah.
2: Yeah. Because we, we will sometimes default to, all right, let's, let's, Let's uh, return to what I, am, I know and understand. Um, and so many people do that and then never get back out of it. You know what I mean? There's a yeah, for, for sure. about how many people go back, live within two miles of their or Where they grew up. Or some, yeah, 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 yeah whatever.
1: But for me, you know, it's interesting you say that because, and food in particular, my mother used to make amazing, this is truly, my mother used to make this amazing chicken soup, right? And when, like, it would all, it was so good. She made it whenever we got sick. So there was like a true silver lining to me of getting sick because I'd be like, here comes the chicken soup, right? I'd be like, you know, excited. So when she was still I was like, oh, this shit is delicious, Here man. I love come. it. <laughs> Bring it on down, <laughs> mama. <laughs> <laughs> so so right. So when she when she was still alive, a couple times I sort of asked her about it. And then after she passed, or years after, I was trying to make it and it was never quite right, but I just kept working on it, especially these dumplings in it. Were, like She just had it this way and I couldn't get her. Right. And I finally cracked the code on these dumplings. And it's funny oh that you God. just say that. It, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, it felt like, yes. you know, like you're watching a movie and the vault opens and you're like. <gasps> and yeah. so I now oh I God. realize almost whenever it's not physically sick. But when I'm now when you just said that, whenever I'm like resetting, whenever I'm like, I got to get my shit together. I end up making a big ass pot of my of that chicken soup. Like I just I'm realized, like, shit. that's when I'm doing it. You're, you just oh said made me think of it. Yeah. That's when I make the soup. I read a for, big like, old part real? of it like a day ago. Yes. Wait, I'm wait. With, it. Without knowing that you're doing that? No. Not not like that until we just discussed it. I mean, I knew I loved it because, you know, it was my mother's chicken soup. But I didn't I didn't You didn't make the tie connection of like, hey, am I trying to. That's when I do it is when I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I want to kind of like get my head together.
2: <laughs> that's Isn't so that cool? funny. Yeah. That's Isn't really that cool?
1: cool? Who's, yeah, taste who's the, home. Who's taste the real home.
2: coach now, coach?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Ted. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really loved it. Um, uh, I think uh, this is something I'm going to touch on later, but there is something really, you know, in listening to that, I'm thinking about you cooking. And one of the things I, I've enjoyed over the years is uh, we both have very, very intelligent partners. And yes. They will sometimes be, they will sometimes, I want to say, question us, but they're much, much smarter than we are. Even though you are a Yale double major (laughs) graduate and what I consider a brilliant man, I know your IQ. I appreciate that. Yeah. um, And it's about. I, four times what mine is <laughs> <laughs> my iq if you just take like a block that has six sides like a, your regular dice you put any two numbers together that's basically my iq on any <laughs> any sides of the dice so um uh i uh i know that over the years when we've watched nfl football it can be a thing that you and I, in our hyperfocus part of the ADHD, will turn yeah. into a "quote unquote" job. And so you are very—you have very cleverly <laughs> cracked the code where you say, "All right, I'll watch. I'll have the games on all day long." Because it, especially yeah. for those people that don't know that we have people listening outside the uh, United States, um, there's a new thing with the National Football. This is American style football not uh, soccer. Uh, Fut football. Um, there is a thing that happens now, which did not happen in the past, which you'll get some European games, which mm-hmm. means you're starting crazy early in the morning. On the East Coast for me, it's six. I mean, might, can't even it's not even doable for you, right? Is it three thirty? I mean,
1: I I try it was like three thirty or four thirty. Whatever it was, I remember No. I'm gonna have to see. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, you know, yeah, yeah, check yeah. out the highlights. Well, on, on, on the East rough.
2: Coast it's six six thirty. It's your yeah, first so three thirty, yeah. Yeah. There. Then you get your first. Then you get your your uh, ten o'clock games. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, no, sorry, that goes through. Then you get your sorry your one o'clock games, and then your four mm-hmm. o'clock games, mm-hmm. and then there's Sunday night football after that. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at 14, 16 hours of football <laughs> straight. <laughs> and and during that, you have figured out that okay, I'm going to cook for the family during that. I'm going to
1: yeah, I'll cook for the week. At my be- at my best, that's what I'm doing, and it, it's great because yeah, now I'm useful and now football isn't you know the thing that's ruining everything uh so yeah well i i bring this
2: up because i uh, we're going to get to the the Gazella gentleman and uh, the fact that he he
0: cooks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, i
2: find it charming but i also find it like code, coded a little bit so okay. it's like i I, I, could, I could be totally wrong but i know yeah. i started i started watching an episode of star trek um, it, was a, it was a new new series on Star Trek. I don't think you're a Star Trek guy, right?
1: I have been. I, I'm so far behind series wise that I feel embarrassed. So but I my when I growing up and all that, I really like Star Trek a lot.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. There's some there's some some good stuff. It's a good time yeah. to be a
1: Star Trek fan, in my
2: opinion. Um we have some stuff on uh on the antagonist blog where people can go and read and it's really it's a good it's a good fun time. Um mm-hmm. They have a new. There's a show called Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and the captain that they introduce, mm. um, incredibly handsome, like unpre- unfairly, preposterously handsome. Right. Um, but he, they introduce him cooking, and then huh. when he's on the Enterprise. He's cooking. He's cooks for his crew. He gets the senior staff, and, and he sits there and he cooks. I'm like, oh, this is so. First of all. You go, it's hot because he's handsome. (laughs) He's really good looking and like he's a provider. He does that thing. Also, I think coded to be Hmm. like men who cook understand that we don't, they don't believe in hard and fast gender roles and they're glad to be not just part of the process, but like an expert in the process. Mm, And I think that's attractive to a lot of
1: people. Right, um, right, not just, right, not just, right.
2: not just. Actually, as a romantic interest, but as right. A, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna outward. say,
1: yes, yeah.
2: yes. So anyway, I thought that was a little trick this the show pulled, and we, we will definitely get to that. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, <laughs> I thought I, I let's get to it, but I, I will highlight that I thought they did a number of things to help us put our guard down as much as it helped Rebecca put her guard down, right? No question. I mean, because, no you know, if you look at that situation, it is like, yikes, right? But, you know, anyway, they they cut out anything that would make you feel like, I'm not so sure I I, I wanted to be a witness to that boat visit. Uh, one of our, uh, yes. I mean, here's, here's the thing.
2: Um, we are having Ted try to go back and find some solace or some comfort in food of some kind that that feels mm-hmm. uh connected to him or or nostalgic in some way um one of our one of our dear friends that uh you you went to film school with mm. uh, uh an amazing writer he always says talks about how he eats his feelings <laughs> he's just like I just, eat, <laughs> just eat no matter what the feeling is i'm i'm going to eat it um and and you know, this is normal, this is human and, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of kind of awesome and kind of beautiful. And when you notice it, uh, you say, okay, that's you know, we recognize what's going on in no differently than you cooking your mom's uh right. chicken. So uh I think we can beat that. Ted says, All right, he puts puts down his phone, and this is really again in the same way that we felt like, okay, Ted is back with that speech. Now it feels like he's opened uh, himself up to other options. He says, I don't know what's going on with me, Coach. It's like I'm feeling stuck or something. You know, I need to do something to help me get out of my head, like get punched in the face. Or drink a couple of bottles of red wine and yell at my mom. Uh, You know, I just want to try something new. Help me get inspired. And Beard comes back out. And Boss is going to be sad that she doesn't get to say this line. But go ahead, Coach.
1: I've been waiting for you to say those words for a very long time and you get the sense that he means every syllable of that sentence oh, like this god. is not this is not for effect this is oh my god what a relief finally right i mean yes i mean yes.
2: he hears this he's probably in the mirror in the bathroom and i'm assuming he just stops and he just yeah. goes like, wait, wait, what did I just hear? <laughs> like,
3: you have no <laughs> idea. Because you
0: know, if you're it. a
2: beard, if you're a beard and you've, and you've, we, coach, you and I always call it doing the work. And we have friends that, that, uh, that we see them trying and they just haven't gotten there yet. You know right, what I mean? Right, they're, right, and they're right, there, right. they're, but you go, okay, they're open to it. That's an, that's an, you know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like giving advice to a family member or a friend or something says, you know, they're not going to take it. So it's, this, it's, it's the version of. In Ted Lasso it's like when Higgins wants to talk to Beard about Jane. Yes. It's like it's not you know what I mean? There's no No I can't do anything. Yeah. So yeah. um Beard could have said, uh, hey, i I want you to join me on some some L S D trips to Ted. Ted would have <laughs> never no, like ever. Nope. Like, nope. no, yeah. Well, thank but you, I, Coach.
1: I, I mean, yeah. it's almost it—it's it, a—it's um. I don't think there's a callback or anything, but it's spiritually, it feels a lot like Ted talking about Nate coming to him with the apology, right? Like in a weird, in a way, in a way, Beard. If Beard says, "Hey, come do this," it's not Ted's journey; it's his journey to get Ted to do it with him. But if Ted says, right. Right. Then it's like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for you to get to this part of a journey. That was a sense I got like,
2: yeah, you, you yeah. can lead a horse to water. but you can't make a drink. Um, and Beard is not leading or making. He's just waiting around until Ted's ready. Um, and um, this is exactly uh, I think I think where where a boss might say something along the lines of like when Tate uh, Tate, when Nate and um, Anastasia went out to dinner, she referenced the fact that that was for Nate. You know, but she said. Oh, she said, "Oh, that's that's for him." Yeah, you yeah. And, and You made the you made the point to say, "Hey, listen, that's not what you do on a first date. You don't show them your family, whatever." So you got to do a getting to know you period first, right?
1: Right. But I think yeah. in this
2: case, it would be if Beard had tried to push this on Ted, it would have been for Beard. It wouldn't have been for Ted. A
1: hundred percent. You
2: have to let somebody get there. So. Beard uh, starts to electric toothbrush his teeth and walks away with one finger in the air like hold wait a minute hold that thought. <laughs> Ted, Ted watches. It. <laughs> it's so, uh, it's so funny. Um, yeah, there's because
1: uh, the look on Ted's face for me was like he was like, I may have said too much. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Right. Because I mean, he knows Beard and beard, <laughs> The Beard's energy probably told him like I may have said too much. That was the energy, so that made that made me laugh. And it felt a lot like Will... Well, I'll say more about this as we go, because I think several characters have a version of that moment in this when they're like, well, okay. Like, you know, like once you jump out of the plane, yeah, yeah. you can't decide, oh, I'm not so sure about skydiving. Like, well, you're sure now, <laughs> because... <laughs> you can, but you're gonna have a long day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was your line. That was your line from saying, like, if your team can do one thing, I'm going to take it away. And, like, maybe I won't beat you, but you're going to have a long day. I love that idea. So, uh, Coach, oh, you're the man. best. Uh, okay, so um, now uh, Ted watches him go, and he sits there like, oh, boy, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is interesting. Now we cut to the hotel lobby um, where Jan Moss has entered. All the guys show up. Uh, Richard says, we should have took a train to Paris a long time ago. And server comes up. I really like the actor that played the server. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: It's a cool
2: face, cool. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I want her to have more. So I don't know. I really liked her.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Would you, any, any of you gentlemen care for some drinks? Jan dostęp, uh, right away goes for the, for a like a Belgian white. Uh, I think it's a Belgian, well, Lefa rede- Blonde. I'm sure it's a light, be- like a light colored.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, oh, Leffe. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I actually don't know that beer, but um, yeah, Belgian beers. Are, I think once upon a time, uh-huh. there was a trick question, Trivial Pursuit or something, like which country drinks the most beer? And you automatically go, yeah, Germany. And but it's actually. No, no, no. It's actually, yeah, like the Netherlands really? or Bel- Belgium or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, in the, Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Anyway, um, Van-, Van Damme says, I'll have a beer and a shot of, he's about to say tequila. Isaac says, what?
1: No, we're about to head out. But thank you.
2: Yeah, and the server says no worries. And now Danny shows up, and Sam says, "Okay, yeah, that's everyone." Now, uh, what is the plan for the night, then, Captain? And I, what does Isaac say?
1: I'm taking all your suggestions.
2: I I want to just say this. Um, I just love Isaac.
1: Yes. And this scene, like, I found myself truly enjoying the character. But please tell me why that hit you.
2: Uh, Yeah, shoot. I don't know. Because he used to be, hey, Roy, you coming to the club tonight? Are you going? Yeah, mate. Oh, yeah, bro. Hell no. Fuck no. (laughs) Fuck no, right.
1: (laughs) What am I thinking?
2: (laughs) All right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you're like, oh, he's come so far from that. Roy handpicked him
1: Mm -hmm. to be the
2: captain. And he like cares about it, and it means something to him. And he's 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 he he, he works hard, and he and yeah. it matters. And yeah. sometimes in a in a world that feels more and more nebulous and uh, sort of boundaryless, where you say you're like, oh, hmm. I thought the rules were you couldn't cheat your way into college yeah. or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean. Not, like all of a sudden, yeah. like you're like, oh no, yeah, there are yeah. no rules. Right? right, right, right. It is nice for someone to feel like, no, I'm going to make, like the, the whole thing we're going to get into with Isaac is like it's got to be unanimous. You like it's got like, yeah, we have to be. You know, like he's decided. No one, there's no rule that said that. You right, know what I mean. So, it, but you, I value that, and I value what's behind that, which is like true uh, respect for the for the position and respect for his team, and really wanting everybody to get the best out of it.
1: And and I would I would sort of like piggyback there and say, and there's something we learn about him in the response he gets from the team. Because, by the way, these are all rich professional athletes. Any one of them at any moment could stand up and go, fuck this, man. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's, who's going to stop you? But right, he if if he, if Isaac says, no, we're all going together, then there's like a respect for what that means, you know, within the, the team too, which says a lot about him. No question,
2: and and I, we learned something about Isaac in this episode. I'm not sure what exactly, you know. We mm-hmm. had him being a a superstar uh, barber, where he did that thing, where he, you know, was like, so you good. sure, man, It's your one haircut? Like, you really want to use, it? you know, like it was right, great. Right. Um, but there's something else happening here that I really loved, um, and he takes it seriously. So, um, Richard, say for me, is the best option for a night in Amsterdam. Is it train to Paris? uh That's everybody correct. laughs of course classic richard um sam says oh you know my father actually suggested we take a boat to a uh through the canal and yanma says yeah great way to see the city
1: number number catch was when we're, we're <laughs> this made me laugh and probably like you you know you you laugh at a joke and a little bit of you resent that it got you like you're like
2: yeah yeah sure
1: so he got, we're near the Hague. We can go to the International Court of Justice, poke around, ask some questions. I was like, you just what? put your fingers the way he put his fingers. You put yeah, your yeah, fingers in that I mean, fingertip pyramid. Yeah, thing yeah, that he, did. Th- that he did. And I just was like, what? Like, why am I, li- I? But I did chuckle. Like he got me. But I found myself going, "Damn you, catch."
2: You know. Well, don't forget, once upon – they're really building something about Bumbercatch. We're, we're learning his personality. Don't forget, he was the one in the past episode – I'm trying to remember what the station was – but he was the one that yelled, follow the money. Oh, you're that was right. Him. And I'm like, oh, huh. they're just – they're making him like this sort yeah, of – Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Political, yeah, yeah, kind of.
2: Or just like informed creature. Yeah, yeah I don't know if yeah. it's – uh I mean, yeah, I think he, for all the Money is pretty sound, and International Court of Justice is pretty sound. So, yeah, I think he is. <laughs> I think he's sort of a guy that stays plugged in. Um, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Sam, yeah. Sam of course, uh, who is lovely, is like furrows his brow and I'm like, uh, hmm, I don't think that's going to be the winning. Right. Uh, to which Danny says, I would like to see a tulip. God, and oh, Mo says, what? You mean tulip fields? No, no, just one tulip. An entire field would be incredibly overwhelming. <laughs> uh, Danny is so good. God, uh, it's like there's no he's way to just like Yeah. He is pure. And so now we got the Canadian dirtbag. I, I love making fun of Canucks so much because I love them. <laughs> I played hockey against them growing up. Some, right. uh, some of the people, there I aren't that many people there. who, there aren't that many people who actually like or follow me. Um, on social media yes yeah, uh, but one of my most devoted a co- couple of them are from canada and it's really funny because uh the bruins uh, from boston where i'm from and the montreal canadians these are canadians fans that mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. nothing better better than to see me suffer if my team loses so it's really fun um so i always pick on the canadians but I, it's out of love I, I adore them um van damme says wait wait, wait. you're all joking right like we got to go to a live sex show like he's like no." Uh, duh, like what is happening what we... right now? Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: I can't even believe we're having this conversation. We right. know what it's about. Or just are we? I'm not sure. Are we just beating around the bush? But like, we have to get to
1: <laughs> like the main. <laughs> like, like, you're waiting yeah, for yeah, to yeah, check yeah. his watch. Like, guys, you know, can we do this while we're walking? <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we know where we're going. <laughs> so Jan Mas, Oh, very cultural. He calls him Terry, which I was like, oh Terry.
1: I I thought Jan Mas's line was great because we mean very cultural. Like I I didn't realize that was the state, like that, that, (laughs) like, why was that being presented as like the standard as if someone said we were going to do a cultural thing. Anyway, it made me laugh. When I think of when I, when Ted told them, you guys have a night free in Amsterdam, my first thought wasn't these guys are about to culture it up till the break of dawn. Right. So just, it, it yeah. just made me laugh that you know that was his argument.
2: I'm gonna gonna get me some culture tonight. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so Isaac turns to Trent, who's sitting in the background. Yo, Trent, what should we do? And Trent is in those sweet uh, leopard skin kicks. Um, he says, "What? What is uh, I, I could do it. You know the voice I would do it in. Um, oh, that's funny. But uh, but why don't you say what Trent is uh going to say here? That's fine.
1: Ooh, well, the city has a wonderful museum culture. In fact, tonight's what's known as museum museum knock, where they stay open until quite late. Yeah,
2: and the team listens to that, and Colin, of all people, says, "I didn't come to Amsterdam to learn things." Sorry, Trent. And yeah, John Musk goes, great try though, like great what? try, yeah, dude. like thanks yeah. for trying to class us up, but mm, no,
1: especially since he was the one who asked for a little bit of culture. I mean, you know,
2: it's really funny. Um uh Sam says, I don't know, the city does seem lovely, but maybe it would just be easier if all of us stayed in and enjoyed a nice team movie night. A nice team movie night. God damn didn't you feel character.
1: Like was didn't you feel <sighs> like that was just like the essence of Ted? Like Ted had like taken yes. that and put it in him, right? I was like, What? And he meant that. He meant that. Like he was not being funny. No, 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 no. It's important to him. And, yeah,
2: and yeah, no, it's it's so great. Sam is another character, like Danny. I, I cannot, yeah. not a single thing. I don't have a bad uh, vibe. At, you know, there's not yeah. a word I would say bad about either one of them. Colin says, Sam, come on. Now Higgins shows up. Hey, boys, have fun tonight. And now I Isaac says what to Higgins? Higgins, where are you going? Ah, tonight's the night young William here becomes a man. And Will waves. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what? Uh, higgins higgins <laughs> higgins says cheers and will to his credit he's like this um, is
1: great. um and then he just goes then- <laughs> i laughed so hard i was like that's hilarious. like this kid is like all right i'm on this i'm not saying i'm not going on this voyage but i i have questions i have questions you know uh, it's so, so good. funny
2: yeah. So good. Yeah, he just Perfect. just he just gets swept along I didn't with see the, that pairing wake.
1: coming, did you? I didn't see that no. pairing coming at all. And it's Jesus. a great pairing. Because they're both like kind of just basically nice, sweet guys, but you know so anyway. Oh yeah. It's great. Oh, wonderful pairing.
2: guys. Yeah. Yeah. I love them both. Um uh you know, time zones be damned, but I do I do love them both. Um right. th- uh this is nice because we get now a little button where this is the second time Higgins has, has mentioned the red light district or whatever uh, where he's headed. And the whole team together takes a beat watching them go. And then what do they say, coach?
1: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even Maybe. in Amsterdam. There's just no way. There's just, just no way. So funny.
2: It's so great. It is so the subtext there is fan. T- unspoken words both yes. Rebecca and Keely yes. in the, or was it Rebecca and Roy? Who was it? Uh, no, it was no that was Rebecca and, and Keely. It was, it was Keely. Rebecca and Keeley. Yep, mm-hmm. it was Rebecca and Keeley mm-hmm. and then it was the entire team yeah. and Higgins is so well known right. that uh, you know, these are human uh, desires. Like if, if you told me, okay, like the people, someone's got a natural urge to try something out, you know, exp- explore, experience but they know Higgins so well, they all just go Nah, no. <laughs> it's so great. Um, yeah, it really they just is. turn right back. Bam. Isaac says, uh, what, coach?
1: Janmas, we're on your home turf. What you got for us?
2: Right. Yanmas, yeah, okay, tourists. Thanks for getting all those terrible ideas out of the way. Okay, tourists.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's such a,
2: oh, my God. Okay. I love it. Now, listen, my, co- my cousin, Martin Garrix. Do you know Martin Garrix?
1: I don't. And I, I, I meant to check that out and wasn't sure if that was he's a, supposed real d- to be he's a, a real He's a real dude. DJ. I assumed him yeah. had to have been, right? Yep. He's a totally real
2: DJ. He had one song that I cannot remember right now. Right. Um, it was like around 2018 ish, I'm thinking maybe okay. 2016, uh, you know, but like one big one and he won some award, best DJ in Europe three years or in a row or two years, something like that. um Anyways. Nice. He's a real—he's a real person. Uh, he's DJing at a private party all night. We're talking drinking, dancing, and women into the morning, which is when they'll be serving a hearty breakfast. Everyone's like, "Whoo!" Except for one person who thinks, "Hey, you know what I would love to do is be around some women <laughs> and- right
1: now." Right? Yeah. We like, <laughs> look at the time. Oh, geez, guys.
2: Yeah. Um, and so, what does Colin say?
1: Hey guys, I'm sorry. Sorry. I think I need to bow. Yeah, I ate some pickled herring earlier and now my stomach's bothering me.
2: What a lying <laughs> sack of shit.
1: Oh, hilarious, man.
2: I love that he's, like, but picked, he's, he he's quick. He's ready or. to go. Yeah. No, no, no. He's great. He is great. I he's I just great. cracked up. You just get to in certain countries you can use pickled. You're like, oh sweet. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Norway. I absolutely can use pickled Iceland. Denmark, you know what I mean? Wow. Like, I, yes, pickled herring, hell yeah! You can't do that that's shit great. in Italy or Greece, right? 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 What are you Turkey? talking? About? <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, Van Dam says, "Oh, you're gonna miss the live sex show, bro." That made me He's, laugh.
1: Van Damme yeah. is truly like I don't understand anything else but going to this sex show. That's all yeah. I can even process. It's a fair complete.
2: He knows that's what they're doing. It is Amsterdam. There is only one reason yeah to go I mean, to Amsterdam, it's like same like going to rio or whatever <laughs> like we are in yeah. rio <laughs> yeah, i am exactly. not going to a museum you are <laughs> yeah i don't care if it's museum knocked <laughs> <Nacht. laughs> get me to the six um so Jan ma says you mean the party like which is funny that he's but right. he's equally sure yep martin yep. garrix is gonna is gonna gonna meet everybody um Colin very cleverly says what, which he just rolls. I cannot with that wait to say, hear
1: all the dirty details. Good luck, gents.
2: Yeah, and Sam laughs and see you later. They all say bye. Trent watches him go. Yeah,
1: yeah. which
2: scares me. Which scares yeah. me as a person who doesn't understand what Trent's motivation is at this point. Yeah, I say God to have a guy with that sort of eagle eye,
0: mm-hmm. d-
2: dispassionate withdrawn observer oriented view of this collection of motley imbeciles i go (laughs) that's you know what i mean i'm like why is he clocking him why why is he why is he focused we know he saw what did he see after at the end of it was um season three episode two four five one at the very end,
1: ah, yes.
2: refresh everybody's memory. What did Trent see well, with regard well, to Colin?
1: Well, he saw Trent. I mean, Trent saw Colin kissing uh, that guy who uh, Colin brought Michael. to the – Michael, there you go, who he would brought to the restaurant. So, yeah, we're, you know, definitely we know Trent's on him, and Trent's definitely given a few looks at key moments when Colin's been doing his, you know, passing best um. So yeah, when, definitely. When Trent, when Trent, when Trent saw him, when Trent saw
2: that, Coach was the music cue, Wham, or um, Culture Club, that's or really um, the Go Go's, or that's was true. it Leonard Cohen singing "Everybody <laughs> yeah. Knows"?
1: Yeah, it, everybody knows. Yeah, you're right. When that—that's right. Because we had all, yes, we had a whole conversation about everybody knows. And and here's the thing: Does everybody know? Will everybody know? Right? Like your fear. Like I'm aware of your fear, and, and and here I'm I'm still rooting for Trent. Ain't gonna do that. Trent's not gonna do that. But there's part of me that's that's cringing as I'm saying Trent's not gonna do that, and feeling like please don't. Um, but yeah, everybody yeah, make everybody could know everybody everybody could know very soon.
2: Is there anything that Trent
1: Crim? Uh,
2: unemployed freelance writer could write in his career at this point mm. that would get him more bylines and mm-hmm. more eyeballs mm-hmm. than I am going to out the first actively gay mm-hmm. professional footballer in the premier league. Is there a single thing he could write? If he wrote all no. oh, the history of soccer Have no. he wrote uh, a yeah, right, right. uh, museum not be-
1: for dummies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so yeah. we know the best possible thing career wise, Trent can yeah. do without him.
1: Yeah, you're right. Right? If yeah.
2: he if he chooses to do that, there was a rumor floating around uh, on the internet. I never brought it up because I didn't want to make you uh, cry, Coach. Oh God! But um, it was that like after when that episode happened, people. Some people were going. You know what? I think Trent is a plant. I think Trent works for Rupert. Oh. Now, yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't want to hurt your feelings, even Oof. making you think. Now, he he doesn't, right? Uh, right,
1: I'm, right. I'm, I'm fairly yeah, certain I think we, at this point. Yeah, by now, I think we would, yeah, I think they would have tipped that hand, but yeah, that, that would have gutted me, even even that thinking rough, that. Yeah. Oof, well,
2: you can take the boy. Oh, all right, so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I love this. Uh, Trent watches it, uh, Colin leaves, and what does Sam yell?
1: Hydrate. They're so great. I mean, there's just uh, how they manage to keep the like. Have we ever witnessed actually? This is, I I really want to try to think of this. Have we ever witnessed a group of men, like in a popular uh, show like this? Um, you know, just a group of men, not a gay group of men, not a whatever, but just a group of men be this. Um, caring about each other. Like, Colin gets benched, Isaac says, You all right, bro? Like, I just feel yeah. like you don't have to have that on a team. You certainly don't have to have that on a show about a team. And it feels like this show does it, but in a way, I believe that you could have this dynamic on a team, and I love it. I would want a team I coach to behave like this.
2: Well, I always bring it back to the fact, like, this was day one when I found the show. You were the first call I right. made. Oh God, <laughs> I ne- I've never said this to you. Yeah. And and I remember Juliana saying, like, the only reason you are this taken, you're smitten with this show, is because it's the first time we've seen men, avatars of men, right. who are aspiring to the same thing you're aspiring to, which is, you know, a, a refusal to adhere to... Historical norms about what masculinity entails. Right. um You don't have to be unkind to be tough. You don't right. have to be uncaring to be masculine. You know, what I mean, like, where, right. where are those rules? Yeah. Are? It's so dumb. It's uh, seriously, and so it, it is. Hydrate is a wonderful thing to yell at, at somebody when they're. Fe- it also makes sense. It's yes, because you got to cl- get that shit out of your system, man. Yeah, we, you know, we need you back on the field. Pickled herring can leave a mark. <laughs> um so I really I do, I do. I love that and I love the kindness of it, and these are people that we all aspire to uh you know when we grow up, we want to be like yeah. how these guys are to each other. Um so Sam stands up and says, So it seems like this private party is the obvious answer. They all agree, everyone stands. And Yanma says what, coach?
1: Okay, great. Just gotta take the bu- the bus to Cronigan. How do you say that? Chronicken. Yeah, Chronicken. I tried to I tried to put it there uh fanatically yeah, yeah. so we could figure Man. it out. Man, yeah, that's a, a that that's that's a far away from Flatbush. No. Uh chron- <laughs> You don't have a Chroniken street
2: down in uh Flatbush? no. It's no. weird. All right.
1: God. Which is Isn't only the a- Dutch
2: owned New York for for, I mean, uh, I mean, I for apparently
1: a apparently. Yeah. Uh yeah, which is only a 2-hour drive. Yeah, two hours. I, I mean, love that they picked that, right? Isn't that the right? Yeah, it's, like it's just an, far, it's far enough for you to go two
2: minutes. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. If you say it's an hour and a half, it's like all right. But two hours is like right, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's no that's four far. hours round trip. Yes, you're going to be driving longer
2: than we're going to be there. By yeah, the time we have to get back. before
1: yeah to be back in time. So yeah, I thought that was it was it was just far enough to go. There's a reason why he didn't say it until it was sold.
2: Uh, yeah, no, no. He Right. He buried the lead on that one. Uh, uh, Jan Voss says, it breezes over. You will love it. <laughs> it breezes over. <laughs> <up>. You'll <laughs> love the drive. You will love the drive. This two-hour um, drive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I, we would. I went to a bachelor party down south one time. Um, it was uh, one of our uh, friends who... Um... <laughs> Wait, you were there?
1: yeah. Yeah. I remember.
2: Oh, you were there. I was, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was yeah, just taking away. Was great thinking, Wait. It was a great one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a great And one. do
2: you remember that we drove like a solid hour? The oh. best man was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to the special, yes, unique yes. one of a <laughs> one of a kind." <laughs> so we're laughing because we lived it, folks, uh, and we were like, "All right, yeah, man, like that's cool." We had like a little party bus. We were drinking mm-hmm. in the bus. It was tight quarters in this bus. There's a lot of people. Um. But we we drove out to this, like, it was this sort of a, I think it was like a moonshine special kind of real taste of the South kind of place. Right. Like one That's why we were million. all like,
1: okay, let's do it. Yeah.
2: This is full also full of writers from L.A. who were right. like, yeah, man, like, I'll put this in a script. This is great. Like, sure. Like, <laughs> exactly. Right? It, exactly. I'll try anything once. And, right. um,
1: and what happened, Coach? And uh, the place was shut down. Or certainly closed that night. And so we had driven. And. <laughs> Like the whole time we're like, all right, yeah, it's gonna be great, though. It's gonna be great. <laughs> we got all the way there, and it was dark, just yeah, dark. That was like, like no much. one had been there since I don't know when. Like, it was not just closed; it was shut. Yeah, yeah, Oof. shuttered.
2: Oof. It was, it, uh, and uh, it was, it was awesome. The vibe that then the best man had to weather. <laughs> yeah it was the great <laughs> like 30 glowering jerks <laughs> luckily, luckily so though folks. we'd all
1: we'd, we'd all been drinking so like our inhibitions were brought down so any pretense of like politely saying it's okay there was none of that like it was just mostly like really,
2: really. I, I just want to clarify for the listeners you said our inhibitions were brought down because at, it all it kind of sounded like you said and the bitches were brought down, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which, which is a very different. Uh, I really outcome. want you to get in trouble with Daphne over yeah. the wait. Right, right. You never mentioned <laughs> you that. What?
1: No, wait, I, wait. What are you talking about? I'd like, to hear about said bitches, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Mister. We went on a, a riverboat casino. Somehow you forgot to tell me the other part, didn't you?
2: We yeah, did go on a riverboat hurt. casino. That was yeah, fun. That was true. Um. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, it breezes over. You'll love it. Danny pipes up Hey, 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 amigos, why don't we just split up the tulips with me? Um, I love that he just wants to see the tulips. Isaac pounds the table. And what does he say?
1: No, overruled. We pick one place and we go as a team. Very Roy Kent energy, I thought. Yes. Yes. Like, right? absolutely. Yes. To the point where when in Make Rebecca Great Again, because I thought about it, I was like, man, that felt like he has fully stepped into that Roy role. And right. Roy does the exact same thing because remember, Samuel's, where are we going? And we cut to, right? Because we have Keely there and she sets up that they're going to karaoke. But Roy, right. to get their attention, stands up on the bench. And commands their attention the same way. But no, I forgot absolutely. about that.
2: Yes. Great call, coach. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's right. So he's really like. Yeah. Ah, it's so great. It's so great. Remember when he lost his love of the game and Roy took him and you know, try to have some fucking fun.
1: Yeah. He gets him. He gets him. Ah,
2: it's so good. So yeah. good. Oh, what a show. Um I'm gonna say right here that I've been reading all sorts of um, reviews from even people where we know and work with and friends, and so we're like, "Oh, this show, this is really saccharin." And like, I don't know what I'm rooting for this season. I'm like, I what in the? I'm lost. I'm totally
1: lost. Like seriously, like I'm not even like, oh, I should debate it because I'm like, it's as if we are truly watching two different things happen. So I don't know what. Yes.
2: I feel like I feel like Danny, like very, very, like because it's simple and obvious to me. Right, and I look at them. I'm like, D- do you not like joy? I'm like, I don't know. I go really joy. Yeah, that's it. I'm turning my head like a golden retriever, like looking at them. Like, I don't. How could this be a? That's your takeaway. Yeah. Take away? yeah. Uh, and some amazing people, fr- friends of ours, yeah. people we love. Yeah. I just go, yeah. huh? Okay. Um. Now Isaac turns around to the the uh server that we both like. Um unnamed server but we're going to call her um we're going to call her let's give her a name coach. She's uh, uh you... Danielle. Danielle. Perfect. Good. So Danielle, uh, he, uh Isaac turns to Danielle and he says what?
1: I think we're going to order I think we're going to order them drinks now and you can bring me a giant stack of napkins. Thanks.
2: Yep. That's good, and uh, she nods
1: and leaves, and he sits. Van Damme says, "What, dude? A sex show is funny." He's now, now he's like, <laughs> like alternate, alternate, like it's like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna do it ironically, but let's get yeah. going because seriously, I want to yes. make the sex show. In yes, time. so funny. Yes, yeah. So no, he he, funny. Z- he zig's a little bit here, right? Or he yeah. goes, yeah, yeah.
2: Come on, man. Like a sex- come on, like it- <laughs> no. Nope. Throughout all this. Uh, you know, we he hears about Cronigan and two hours. Yeah, and and you're you're like in his head. Van Dam is like, okay, I gotta like, what's my next pitch? You know, like, yeah. Sam They've says we're not going. We're not going to a sex show. I am so with Sam, by the way, on this. Uh, and and that's I know fine. I'm the re- I know I'm the resident prude. Um, on this, <laughs> on this, uh we don't have. I I. Th- it's such a shame that we don't have boss here to talk about sex shows because. <laughs> I was listening to her talk about her IUD last episode and oh. and and how she's like I had my period and I'm like I she is so unabashedly <laughs> giving with her yeah. information. <laughs> I can only imagine when the topic of a it's sex, a sex show, show would come up. You know she would have the most interesting take on, on all this stuff.
1: Absolutely brilliant.
2: Um, Meanwhile, I'm like a child hiding, in you know, like I'm the guy who, to this day, um, I can't even think of how many times I've been in terror. I really hate uh, strip clubs. I hate, mm-hmm. I just hate, I hate mm-hmm. going. It's like absolute primal sadness for me to be in those places. I just don't, <laughs> it, whatever. And I really get it. I get how people yeah, get yeah. I really get it. I understand it academically. I understand Right, it right. Philosophically. But any time, like there's only been a, uh, two two times where. Um, like I never had a lap dance because that really wakes just wakes me out, and oh, I know yeah. like we we are of, we are different uh, we are two <laughs> of different minds about that. We've talked about this, yeah, but yeah. I just know like the, the I remember the two times it's happened. Like friends would say we bought you one, so we already paid her.
1: So it's already done, and, right? And,
2: and then I go, okay, cool. Like, I, but and then she comes up to me, she's like, hey, baby, whatever. I'm like, yeah. I do not want this and you don't want this. (laughs) So let's, I'll buy you a drink. And then I just, I talk to them. I just go, Hey, all right, let's go. I've, and I have great, both times were great conversations. I heard about where they're from. And I was like, (laughs) Yeah, they they would, they definitely wanted to do this more than they wanted to do the other thing. So that it's just my perspective, but, um, it doesn't do, it doesn't trigger whatever. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, Oh, there's tumblers in different brains and your synapses are firing. And I see, I see my friends having the best time. I mean, the best time. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like Debbie Downer, like oh god. I just like I feel like I'm looking at like, like uh, you know, oh you know you can just like oh god, where do these people grow up? What were their parents? You know, just right, feel like, and listen, right. that's that's wildly unhealthy. Also, because sex work is fantastic for people who love it and want to do it. I have no problem with it. It's that I think I got. I didn't I, – my entree wasn't modern into this. Like, right now you have an mm. OnlyFans and you have people who are, like – you know, like, right. It's right, like a right, thing, right. like, we talk about. Back when I went – when I was growing up and going to these things, it was really
1: dark and like sad. Like, seedy. Right, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, I, I went to this place. There was a place uh, – when I told I told you I worked at my dad's factory. It is in a terrible city. I think one of the worst cities in the, in the Western Hemisphere. Because my dad, horse's ass that he was – was probably just like, yeah, there's a cheap building in this city. Yeah, you want to know why it's cheap? Cause it's <laughs> the worst place in the world. So I would go leave my private school, go to these, go to the uh. factory, and then, you know, my brothers or whoever, older brothers, mm-hmm. they would say, Hey, let's, you know, go out for lunch or whatever, and they'd take me to this place. And this uh. place had one dollar sandwiches for lunch. So you'd go in there, you'd get these. Just the most disgusting like uh. egg salad bullshit. I wouldn't touch it. I'm like, that is <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like I know <laughs> that is instant hepatitis C if that gets anywhere <laughs> near my face. So all <laughs> I was like a little oh squirt. Everyone else is wolfing down free <sighs> sandwiches. Or like dollar right, sandwiches. Right, right, right. right. And I'm, I'm literally watching um. Uh, the thing that I never could get over was uh, one of the dancers uh, just so uh, it was a amputee um, and and it was just a really uh, which is fine it's totally that's actually great I mean, now that I yeah think yeah, it. No, yeah right
1: right but it's not what you're it was, it was so not where I thought weird. the story was going right
2: no no just right and, and had a bunch of like real scars like and I, and I was like oh my god like as you know, I was like, what? I don't know even how old, but like young. And I was right, like, oh, this right. is like what in the f- it just We're felt just like something. Here. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very strange. Um and I mean like good for her now. I'm like, great, like, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Get it however you can get it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it was just a really bizarre and it also felt like crimey. You know, like, oh, there this is where crime
1: happened. Like somehow yeah. I mean, you know, you if know. you watch the Sopranos, that didn't feel that didn't feel far fetched, right? I mean that like it's a great it's a great place for crime to be around, right? Everything's cash, everything's whatever. Like, it makes a lot of sense. So, yeah.
2: There yeah. was no OnlyFans
1: and- when we were coming along. It was much no, more no, about a bing. No.
2: That's the thing. Because it was so taboo, it was shunted to the outside, outskirts of society. And if you wanted to experience it, you had to go there as well. And I was a good little boy and I was scared and <laughs> I was probably not in touch with any part of any of my sexuality whatsoever. And so now it's like, it's a million times better now. And we can talk openly about it. And sex is the mm-hmm. greatest, greatest thing. And, and, uh, yeah, I don't, I want to make sure I'm not, um, you know kink shaming anybody because like i am fully of the mind like yeah man i love it i love it right and i think it's great and i think everybody should get as long as you're not hurting anybody you know you're nuts for butts yeah whatever you're nuts for anything it's great it's just it, <laughs> back then it was a totally different vibe um so sam says we're not going to a sex show um danny says i i really did i really wanted the tulip experience that everyone talks about um, and I was like, "Just like a little thing to himself," and I'm like, "Can somebody Phenomenal. just get this man a tulip? Right, like, what? right, right. You right. Just stop every- <laughs> no, Not for you know, like, outside of the fact that almost in every shot of these, especially Isaac and mm-hmm. um, some of the other guys, there are tulips right behind them, like right behind them in the shot. You
1: know what? I didn't clock that.
2: They're right That's there. That's
1: funny." It's big bouquets of flowers and pl- tons of
2: tulips. Uh, poor Danny.
1: Anyway. Well, in that this show is constantly, you know, in addition to all the other things that are going on, I feel giving us some real mindfulness type uh, lessons. Uh, that's really fascinating, isn't it? That, that we would want to, like, as people, how much do we do that? Oh, I want to go see the beauty of a tulip. And meanwhile, there are tulips all around us. You know, it's anyway. If it's, I I love that you. I love that you clock because it feels. It feels. Um, yeah, feels right. It feels right. It feels like that's exactly how life is.
2: That's exactly right. I lived in uh, Athens, Greece for a year, and I remember. Uh, the first few times I saw the Parthenon, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And then I used to drive by it on my you know, way to school, and I didn't even notice it. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, I literally am not. Parth- yeah, it's the not. Parthenon. And I am not. Yeah. So you're right. We do take it for granted, especially if it's right there. Um, now we cut back to Night on the Canal. Rebecca comes out of the bathroom in the houseboat. She's wearing a robe. Um, all right. We got to address this. Why the hell is she in this houseboat? Because. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, you know, listen, this is a weird world. And mm-hmm. I, I know, I know for a fact, like some people are just plain not going to buy this, especially yeah. a, a, women watching this who go, wait a second. Like you're talking about a one exit thing where you're going to go take your clothes off and, you know, And the only way I can you know what I mean? Like I go, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I totally understand that. You have to take a leap of faith. I keep thinking and we could do the thing where we go through every scenario. Okay, she's gonna call an Uber or she's gonna like she's probably freezing, like really,
1: really cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she needs to, I mean, she's her clothes are soaking wet, and she does yeah, I mean, she's needs a little help.
2: Yeah, and and she needs to be heated up immediately. So Mm Okay, you said, well, why not just put on the heater in a car, get into an Uber or something, and you know, whatever, and get to her hotel room, and she can do whatever. It's not like she's out in the country
0: mm-hmm. where there's, mm-hmm. you know, she's f-
2: surrounded by civilization. She had walked to this bridge. We can't imagine. I don't think she had been. It didn't seem like she'd been walking yeah, for like yeah. forty five minutes. Right. So she's like, what minutes away from it? She could have stumbled back to her place
0: in mm-hmm. wet clothes,
2: and but you think, okay, all right, for the sake That's of what we're doing, right? Yeah. This is what we're doing so for whatever reason Rebecca in the story has decided to go down this, this
0: mm-hmm. Road. mm-hmm
1: I like there's several things I like but one of the things that I like um Rebecca we've watched Rebecca armor up in myriad ways right down to like early no on right like she just any number of ways, whether it's putting her purse on a table, this, that, the other thing, and this is Rebecca so free. Like the thing about armor is, yes, it protects you, but it also keeps you in, right? And so, like, this is—I don't nice. know like, what, what about it a Like, if it, it felt like it felt like more of a relief. Like I don't know what this guy would have said or done. Or been handsome, you know what I mean? Like that's also part of it, right? Or In just human nature. But somehow she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be that right now. I'm not gonna be wealthy Rebecca who could buy all the motherfucking boats. I'm just gonna be the woman who fell in the drink and needs a little help."
2: Well, because at some yes, I love that, and I love the um what you said about armor. Once you put it on, now it changes you. It reminds mm-hmm. me of those old that old meme where like in in Russia armor where you right you
1: know, right like
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yakov smirnov folks let me say this let me just stop us and say this last episode you got hedberg this episode you got yakov smirnov like right. all i'm saying is we go, we are giving you the deep cuts baby what podcast right. is giving you that that's come right come on god damn it <laughs>
2: um so yeah so uh yeah no it's a a great point and and we are still in search of i don't want to i don't want to give it away here because i'm going to blow your mind with it a little bit later but we're certainly in search of the the real rebecca right um desperately seeking rebecca right Mm -hmm. and and she's in there somewhere and we definitely have a sense and we'll talk about it over the course of several beats um but seeing her so unencumbered, her hair has real – all the hair in the show, we've talked about the hair. Yeah, Everything's intentional. We yes. could do an entire – you said – I think it was you that said I could write a – I could do a college-level course on just let's follow Ted's hair
1: and it'll tell you it's how he's done. unbelievable. Amazing. Like really amazing work.
2: Think about Keely's hair. Think Ugh. about what she does with her hair, what it's down, how it – you know what I mean? Like how, what she Jamie, does. Jamie, forget about, it. Right. Oh, Jesus. Right. Jamie, you've got, you've got really right. bad hair. Really. Oh, my ugly, God. Ugly boy. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and what about, um, Rebecca's hair? Is there mm. anyone with more, like she's got French curls. Like she's got those really tight, pulled back, knotted hair out of place. Um, you know, beautiful, beautiful hairdos, which are all sort of presenting a certain mm-hmm. outward, uh you know appearance um so now we just get her coming out of the shower it's very simple she's in a like a blue kimono robe kind of thing um she uh she comes out she's actually surprisingly good water pressure for a boat um well thank you (laughs) 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 That's God, great. my boat meets your yacht standards, uh, lady. Uh, but no one says anything. She, there's no one, right? You know, no, She's one, alone. no, no, no comeback to that, right? Hello, she asks, nothing. She notices the dryer. What does it have on it? Uh, on the dial,
1: two hours, or 50 the, minutes.
2: Yeah, on the display, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah so display it says, okay, there's, there's some time left. <laughs> yep. Um, they, uh, this is how dumb I am. I, you know, when they were in the weight room, I'm like, "Oh yeah, they're doing kilograms." When, when we did the um the time, I said, "Oh yeah, they're in military time on Rebecca's phone," right. and bo- boss said, "Oh yeah, I think they just do that in Europe." And then two hours and fifty minutes left, I thought, "Okay, what is that in metric?" Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so dumb. <laughs> oh so dumb. Um, so <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I apologize. That it was, was seven true. Twilight and a st- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, many, how many score is that? Um but so anyway, ple- uh we get some pleasant music comes on.
3: Mm-hmm. Rebecca
2: says shit when she realizes like, oh man, this is gonna take a while to dry my stuff. Mm-hmm. She gets up drying her hair, she says hello again. Now she goes on a little walkabout. And this is mm-hmm. kind of interesting because we learn about something about Rebecca here
0: mm-hmm.
2: in the same way that this is just sort of human nature. Um, and uh, it's funny because we have a, we have this pr- really principled friend who is like a real, um, like a sort of a, what do they call it? A golden boy kind of thing. One of our friends, he likes yeah, to yeah. follow the rules. He's,
1: oh, uh, okay. Okay. I got you. When okay. we do
2: the, when we do the, um, uh your alignment like a video game character or uh mm-hmm. like just typically dungeons and dragons character alignment he is um he is um uh, uh lawful good he is the top wow. left hand corner right right you know Dislike. what i mean and yeah right like he <laughs> fo- likes to follow the rules and i was telling him i was in a um i was in my chiropractor's and she says oh i uh i'm gonna go away um For a week, but, you know, one of my friends is going to come and just take over and she'll do everything I do. I'll leave her some notes. So I'm laying on the, the, whatever the table Mm -hmm. and in comes. This is like the following week that the new Mm -hmm. person comes in. I've never seen her. She's super nice. And she said, hello, hi, how are you? And she's all right, let me just check this out. She picks up this little note card that was right next to me Mm -hmm. on the thing. And she looks at it. Did I tell you the story yet? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. She looks at it. Right. And then she laughs and then she puts it down. Huh? Right. And I go, wait a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, right. What the, right. So I was telling the story to our boy scout friend. Uh-huh. and I was like, so obviously like, I'm not a nose. I don't, I'm not going to, you know, generally I, I re I, I grew up with a mom who was a snoop and um, she would yeah, go you your just, stuff, remember right. all this stuff. And yeah. I was like, no, you just don't, you give your kids their privacy. You You yeah. respect them and they will really reward you for that. And that's been a really good choice yeah. for me as a parent. Yeah. And, um, but I was really like, why'd she laugh? Why'd she laugh? That's so I funny. said the Boy Scout. I'm like, you know. So I was really, obviously, really tempted. She went away to go deal with another card. Right. And like. like mm. Right. And he's like, you gotta, you gotta read that card. I'm like, you? Even you at two? That's okay? funny. Like, And he's like, oh, you have to find read the card. And um, I picked it up, and there was written in um, star. It was like stars, and it's uh-huh. my name. And it was like, oh, he's awesome. I was, like, Aw. Right? I was like, oh, that's what. A so she laughed. She's like, oh, that's cool. She was, she picked it up thinking it says, oh, yeah, make sure his C7 right, right. is, you know, whatever. And it just said something really nice about me. That's Cause cool. my chiropractor's the best. She's one of us. She's, she's the, you know, nice, she's nice. the greatest. Um, and I remember thinking, then I felt like guilty. I'm like, shit, I kind of wish I hadn't, you know, like, yeah, right. damn it. It I it right. like, I feel like I, anyway, um, she listens to this uh, podcast. So fun. there it is. Um, <laughs> But anyway, um, when when you do, you know, there's these choices where you decide, do I snoop? Do I not snoop? Um, mm-hmm. Barbara says, don't look in that drawer. Jack says, I'm definitely exactly. looking
1: that th- I thought of that immediately when Rebecca started wandering. I was like, more rule breaking, more, you know, yep.
2: And you Looking could, into
1: your secrets.
2: Totally. And you could say, you could totally explain this. Like, no, I was just walking through. She says hello a couple more times while she's walking through. Oh, yeah. Just to, but- um, it's interesting. She go she goes towards this one area. There's some there's some artwork, Royal Dutch Air, like KLM stuff. Um we saw lots of flight imagery. We don't really know what that is. On the wall, I don't know if you notice this, but you're gonna love it. Three little birds. I didn't I didn't spot spot them.
1: Three nice. little birds. Right
2: on the wall, coach.
1: That's great. When
2: you see it again, you'll just chuckle. You'll be like, God
1: right. damn it. They're so good. Right
2: there. Yeah. So good. She turns on a light. Hello. I mean, you don't turn on a light if you (laughs) tell you anyone in here in the dark, but she turns on the light. And this is so wonderful. This is such a wonderful insight into Mm -hmm. Rebecca's psyche because she is absolutely charmed when she sees what, coach?
1: It's a little girl's room. Yeah. And she really smiles. And so, you know. There were a couple things that hit me here. One was that just immediate thing. And I'm so wound up at this point. I mean, it's borderline, like, legit anxiety about how this is going to play out for everybody that I was like, (laughs) oh, good. Oh, my God. You're going to be a mother. Here she is. Where's the child? Go get the child. Is the child okay? Like, I was just totally like, you know, you made it. Um, So that was one. But the other, it, it made me think about, Uh, her being at home for her father's funeral and waking up in her childhood room and her saying to her mother, you know, you don't have to keep this like this for me. I remember just kind of like, huh, even in real time, I remember thinking like, if you're, I mean, I think we're probably, you know, contemporaries with Rebecca by, you know, however margin of error in any direction, fine. And I I just, to me, if you've reached that age and your room hasn't changed, what makes you feel the need to say that? Like it it was almost like she wanted her to change it or she, or she didn't even think she would change it, but wanted her to know she didn't care if she changed it. It just felt, I was like, right. Yeah, she knows that. It's her fucking house. She's been there the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> it just, I remember right, at, right. in real time thinking it was an odd thing to say. So her reaction to this little girl's room, um, you know, sort of sent me back to thinking about that.
2: Yeah, I get that. Um, and the little girl's room was, you know, in the way that, um, I don't know. There was a, when, when we, uh, I used to live out in Los Angeles with the family and when I would, Go shopping for my little ones when they were really little. If you remember those mm-hmm. days, Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, now they now she's seventeen, but I remember when we would go shopping, and there were all these cool little stores of like little Dutch fashions. I remember, mm-hmm. and I would go shopping, and I would like love to buy this stuff. And that's what that that room reminded because it was mm-hmm. very tasteful. Mm-hmm. It wasn't messy. It wasn't um, but it wasn't gauche, and it also wasn't like um, you have some some like some like. Moms, we might like call like sort of Karen types who keep their houses like crazy neat and they're mm-hmm. obsessive about cleanliness. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like sometimes it can go a little bit overboard in right, some ways. Right. It like makes anything. you feel, a, yeah, it makes you feel a little maybe alienated or right. like, Oh, you can't quite be yourself not,
1: in it. I better not touch anything.
2: Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. It's a set piece. This room did not have that feeling. It just
1: felt they lived mm-hmm. in and good, but also just sort of, you know, mm-hmm. caring and sweet and nice. I'm also, for me, and I, you know, obviously we'll see where this goes, but as I think about what I felt at that moment, sort of experiencing the delight through Rebecca, like, has Rebecca found her Roy? Like, part of how we fell in love with Roy was Phoebe, right? I mean, like, Roy yes. was fun. Roy was a great, fun character. He made us laugh. But to me, It was seeing him interact with Phoebe that was our first, like, very real indication that he was a different kind of dude than we might assume. And, uh, no, no question. So, what, like, who, whoever, you know what I'm saying? Whoever's room this is, this is a guy who's got his own boat and blah, blah, blah. But there's this space that is very clearly kept as it should be, for some little girl somewhere.
2: I, I I feel like I've been quoting Chris Rock a lot. but I <laughs> and I think this is Chris Rock, but he's like, yeah. when you go out with someone for the first time, you ain't going out with them. You're going out with their ambassador. Rep- yeah, is yeah, that right? Or yeah, yeah. their yeah, representative yeah. Rep- or something? I think it's, yeah. Yeah, I
1: think, yeah, it's one of those. What's but the yeah. right line? No, let's make it right. Re- I, think, I think it's representative. You're going out with yeah, their okay. representative, I think. You're
2: going out with their representative, right? Yeah. And, and th- so much of that happens on... Uh, ted lasso especially when people are getting to know you and for roy right you're you're seeing the hard candy shell you don't know what's in the middle Mm -hmm. until you see phoebe Mm -hmm. and then specifically i think of the moment where um keely was just like where were you like you know you told me you know she didn't even let me the night she went with jamie or whatever yes and he's like you know one of the girls (laughs) you know i've been a yoga club they don't know who i am (laughs) And and then the how she looked at him in that moment where you're like, oh, my God, because you get to see the real the, – the representative is gone. Yeah. You know, I de- yeah. like we all say like uh, people, they don't take action until they're forced to take action. And, she, and that was like a pivotal moment in mm-hmm. the Keely Roy courtship mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, man, like just tell me where you were because she was sure he was right. out with other girls. Right. And he was without the other girls. They just had 60. Think. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with that's, drag queens and talking about somebody's divorce.
2: Yes, uh, that's exactly. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, right. Phenomenal. Yeah. Can I have a more rosé, please, Jenna?
1: <laughs> um, so, so it's that when
2: you get to see the real people. And um, this also – so I was of two minds. We walk around the corner. We see what it is. We love Rebecca so much. We want her to be happy so much we immediately go those of us who have been following along and know Tish's prophecy we go this is her this is going to be her daughter this right, is her right, new family
0: right
2: now she doesn't know that so yeah. i feel like she goes oh thank god he's a dad and he's a sweet man and yes. he's a single parent of a of a right. lovely little child and that yes. that makes him more somehow safer i think in some way
1: yeah no i don't think i didn't get the sense that her delight was you were right, Tish. Oh my God, this is him. Maybe he went out to get the ring. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. No, yeah, totally. I don't yeah. know if that was even
2: on her mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But nor should it be.
1: Right. No. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, definitely. I found myself going, "Wait a minute. Wait a minute." Um, yeah. it, it's amazing
2: how we um, are attracted to people, and then what's become so crazy in the in the contemporary era is how we now weigh in on how other people should be attracted to whoever they're attracted to. And like, this is Mm -hmm. the entire uh, running the gamut of shipping. Um, Mm -hmm. And you say, and Mm -hmm. then, and then combining two names together to make a one unit, you know, like all this, this, this phenomenon it's fascinating because, like, I don't know why I'm not that into the Keely Jack pairing. It's not like I, mm. you know, I mean you I remember you saying it was so hot, I don't even want to respond to your questions. I would just want to <laughs> I wish you would shut up so I can think about it more. Right? And you're not hey, wrong, I, it's it's yeah. it's stunning, and these are beautiful people. But you go, we go, why does it not? And so yeah. online online these days you say, Oh, you know, Rebecca turns the corner. She sees this thing. Now, this is it. She's going to end up with the gazelle, dude. Right. And some people go, are you out of your fucking mind? No. Really? Like, no. And, oh, God. Oh, my God. Passionate.
1: It's so funny because imp- I totally don't, as you well know, don't read any of this stuff. So I'm like, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my God. No, no, no.
2: Obviously, no. This is just a setup for blah, 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 blah. Or they say, uh, you know. Coach Castleton, why? Why do you care? She's not going to end up with Jack. It's a dalliance, and she'll be back. That's just going to what preps her of getting back with Roy. Duh, obviously. And they're right. so passionate about it. I'm like, okay, like, right. All right I'm just trying to be curious here. I'm like, why? <laughs> why do we relate to one? Co- what in one couple makes right. us?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, like gr- something
2: and dislike something. A, like, what is that?
1: It's a great question. I, I, I think, I think they're these. I. <sighs> There's so much out there. I think over time it's been more so what's forward that's very like negative, antagonistic. Like, they, like I know, uh, Steve Harvey had like a whole bit he used to do. I am going to say in like the late nineties where he'd talk about like, we used to sing love songs, you know, and then he'd kind of and then make fun of like the, you know, more modern R and B. But I think like all jokes, it had something to it. I think there was a right. lot more of that in the world like you know just a lovely love story and everyone would go see it and feel that way about it and now we're so like um jaded l- lust destroyed. What, yeah what, what, what was it oh yeah yeah love
2: conquers all yeah love
1: conquers all out that i think when we do think we've found that glimmer of like the thing that so many of us want. Now, we may not want it in the sort of hetero, blah, 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 whatever, but we want the human connection when we think we see it. I think we really like hold on to it because it's it's just not what we're fed. And it's, you have to believe in it on some level to keep going. It doesn't have to be romantic, but wait, that, wait, ability, that define, connection, define with people, it. The connection, that that deep connection with somebody, that that finding the person and being with the person who gets your joke, who, right, who watches Higgins walk out of the room and thinks the same exact thing at the same exact time and comes to the same exact conclusion. Right? I think we all want some version of that.
2: Yeah. I mean yes yes that I mean that's the hard part and how you how you rationalize that if it's not going that right. way how you how you look at yourself how you um what it does to your self image
0: mm-hmm.
2: when it's been too long since that's happened you know all these things mm-hmm. fascinating stuff mm-hmm. and um yeah no you're not you're you're hundred percent on the money um and and it's funny to watch this and and try to you just, you just want so much for Rebecca and you go, oh God, I just hope one way or another, whether or not it's this guy, whether or not like me, hopefully this, this means she's on the path. It, cer- it certainly seems that way based on Tish's prophecies. Like she did the, she did the, th- you know, we talked about how we had a matchbook, then we had a shite nanny armor, and then mm-hmm. we had upside down drenched, but you're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, she's clearly on
1: yeah, the a path that she's intended to be on, I guess. Yeah. Right. You know, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to more. I almost took us down a road that we haven't actually traveled yet. So let's just keep, let's keep, let's keep her moving. I, I know the feeling. I really want to talk about, I, I,
2: I finished last episode by saying,
1: mm-hmm. I
2: want to discuss the casting of Matteo Vandergrin yeah. as this man. Um, I don't know if I want to do that without Boss. I might save that one. Because I feel like she's going to have some interesting insights, not the least of which because I know she loves men with beards. Right, 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 right. Um, right. But I re- I think it's one of the toughest casting things ever. Yeah. Um. And uh. And I really want to discuss it, but I think it'll be much better if we get a um a smarter person with us. Uh, That's on, funny. On that episode. I
1: will. I will toss this in, which is, and the, what you're saying, you're reading online for me solidifies it. I really do feel like these are my friends. And that's to me some of the brilliance of this show. Like I it's not that I'm like, how will they resolve this story? Like I'm really like, I hope Rebecca's gonna be all right. I want Rebecca to right, like I want Ted to find, you know, real joy. I want Danny, you know what I mean? Like it's not obviously intellectually, but like this story has impacted me so profoundly that I really am in there. So I felt like we were meeting the new potential boyfriend. Like, in the yep. same way that John Wings night went through dinner with Keeley and Roy, I felt like uh, uh I felt like right here we were going, okay, okay, Boat boy, we're watching your little moves, you know, yeah, We'll yeah, see yeah. about this right. foot rub business. okay, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what are you about? Let's see what you're about. <laughs> Don't make me come I... into my Apple TV and straighten you out, Boat boy. <laughs> I love it I love yeah, that, because you' have a protective instinct
2: because you care. Yeah. Um, I would take it one step further and say the community of people around the world who love Ted Lasso, we are a family. And there's a reason our friends who listen to this podcast are, are new friends, people we don't know. Right. We, we, we They would get along with us and we would get along with them because we all come at it from the same perspective. We try to be curious and not judgmental. We really right. want the best. We believe in human beings. We believe in kindness. Believe in trying your best. There's all kinds of things that um, we naturally uh sort of sort of get and it, it's nice you know it's funny um my again i'm talking about my daughter 17 years old she has she's about to graduate from high school she has a friend who is a sophomore this year and mm. this sophomore she's so great she's so smart she just i really love her i think she's great um and my daughter says hey dad uh yes you know, her name's cat she's a like, cat cat really likes said lasso i was like oh like right away I'm like oh, hello. And right right. Like, and I am not going to say, "Oh, I talk about this nonstop." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you know, what do you what do you like?" And she starts telling me about how she bonded with her dad over huh. beard after over beard after hours.
0: No way. Yes.
2: Yes, it was oh, so cool and, and I said, "What did he, I was like, what did he think of it?" You know, cuz you know how that that's a polarizing one too. People Yeah, like, yeah. For sure. What real. is what even is this? You know, there's right. that that element yeah. of the of the thing. And she's like, oh, he loved it. He's like, you know, we got to watch this again and we got to go through every beat of it. And he had he had ideas about what it was symbolizing. And he kept saying, oh, you know, uh, I forget now that, it, of course, I'm forgetting the one beat Kat said, but there was something the dad was trying to figure out. I was like, I like your dad already. Like, I, right. we are Sympatico simp- and I like you and I like your dad and I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> you know what great. I mean? Yeah. Uh, and and so this, this broader community of Ted Lasso fans, Is because we all, yeah, it gives us a little uh, locator beacon in a world that's become very foggy. Um, Mm. You know what I mean? To find
1: people that are similarly sort of suited to understanding. And one of the pieces I love about it is that somehow they've managed to do it in a way. The, The cool kids, the so there's there's being cool which means you don't give a shit about anything sort of in not really what I think is cool but sort of what is in quotes cool and then there's this sort of like overly emotive you know the person cries to you about your oppression right and then but this show like you can have a moment where Sam says imperialism he's like yeah. yep, imperialism and he's not like destroy all the army men like he's just like that's not a good gift to give sam i have a different relationship to it that's okay yeah moving on there's a there's there's a, a nuance and a maturity and an intelligence to it that i i feel allows us to enjoy the sweet part because it's not sweet nonsense this isn't like you know i don't know I There were these commercials, like uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and often they did things that I was like, I guess that's nice. That just seems really over the top. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'd be like, nah. I don't know. That just feels, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't buy right. that that old man and that kid decided to be friends because somebody got a broken window. Like, I didn't buy it. But in the commercial, I, this doesn't do that. <laughs> I, didn't buy, I ain't buying what you said folks. <laughs> that old man? <laughs> hell no. <laughs> that there's one dog don't hunt.
2: <laughs> bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. Dad, can you stop yelling at the TV? <laughs> It's like that. It's like those Hallmark uh, Christmas movies. Kind of great, you know. Right? Of, exactly. Kind of exactly.
1: You know, kind of yes. And <laughs> you could never watch Ted Lasso with the sound off. That's a, that's perfect. No, that's perfect. Hell no. Yes.
2: So uh, we are. Rebecca makes it her way back to the living area. There's a little pot of tea made with a note on it that says, "For you." How about that? I'll be damned. Right. So we're thinking, oh, yeah. This is this is uh, yeah. Guys
1: got got you know what's up, player? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got to admit, I was like, don't drink that motherfucking tea, man. <laughs> I was like, Woo. I was like, don't drink Woo. that tea now. <laughs> you guys, everybody on the show. Okay, what you just heard, what you just heard, was not coach.
2: Okay, that was my friend. He's he's letting his guard down a little bit. He puts up a wall with you guys because he's very much himself, but he's the version of himself that is appropriate for public consumption. But what you just heard <laughs> don't drink that, Tina. <laughs> oh my God. That is ridiculous. Really I love that. I love it now. It says sheila sets up, lifts it up, and she looks at it. There's a note that says it's not drugged. I promise, right? Is that what it says?
1: Yeah. Which I was like, it made me again. They did. They did a masterful job here. Because when so, when oh a God. character does something that that people may question, like you can lose people. Like if if you've never written or you or or like performed a play or made a film. You, 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 I'm not sure that you can appreciate fully how easy it is to lose an audience. It is, it is unbelievably oh,
2: oh God. easy. It is crazy.
1: Yeah, Gone. And you're like, really? One that? shot. Yep. Yep. I'm like, really? That. Yeah. And so, I could see the wrong version of this scene, and people are like, "Okay, they've made Rebecca an idiot. I'm out." You know, and somehow him. Bringing up the potential of this being drugged and saying "Don't worry, it's not drugged." I bought and was totally fine with her. Then drinking the tea. Okay, I don't know. I'm not quite sure how they're pulling this off, but it's. It, I was impressed Listen, artistically, they have, Coach. They have been good at this since the
2: very first fucking second, mm-hmm. and, and we called it out on our first mm-hmm. episode. Hey, Coach, mm. is this crazy what we're doing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it it's is. Crazy. And then you go, oh, okay. All right, good. And you you're, you're in, right? Good. Yes, that's what we do. We go. that. Yes. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> you drink that motherfucking tea. <laughs> and you, and 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 she thinks that too. And yeah. then she opens a note and it says, "Yeah, seriously, it's not drunk. Like, I yeah. promise, not fucking with." You. Okay, they know that they're in on the joke. Who was it? Was yeah. it JFK was in on the joke and Nixon wasn't? Yeah, right?
1: um, uh, yeah, Lenny, Lenny Bruce.
2: Lenny Bruce, right.
1: Lenny Bruce at Carnegie Carnegie Hall, folks. That's how big of a geek I am. I can Lenny tell you. Lenny Bruce? That's, that's, yeah.
2: We got uh, Yakov Fair oh, yeah. enough. And, and got, that's right.
1: Mitch Hedberg.
0: Mitch yeah, Hedberg. yeah we're, doing,
2: we're doing all right, man. We're doing all right. So uh, Rebecca laughs. She feels the pot, which is still warm. She pours, she takes a sip, and she says, What, coach?
1: Mm, fuck me. Uh, okay because you're usually the one who asks these and I noticed it wasn't in the show notes what is that a callback to
2: that is yeah yeah it wasn't a callback first of all I miss Boss because you know she would have something very randy to say, yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> Some some really, really uh, you know, J V level wordplay right right here. Um it's a it's it's a I think, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, I yeah. thought it was a callback to when Ted made her biscuits for
1: the first yes! she took, is that right? Okay, yeah, yes! all right, good. Cause the minute she said it, I was like, oh, like, I, like right? I got more excited. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got, we're doing... Whether this is where we're going to land or not, something's going on here. This is not just somebody who's going to show up for five minutes in this episode so she can dry her, dry her clothes. Uh, so, yeah. But when she said that, so I was like... So this made you take...
2: This made you take Zelig Man a little more seriously. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Very seriously at that point.
2: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love that. Now we cut to Jamie running. Not at all tired. Super chipper. Awesome. He goes right through. It's a locked shot. And I want to call this out. I always tell you DPs are horny for depth in their shots. And you see that <laughs> locked shot right yeah. down like a street. It just pointed br- straight. Yeah, yeah. Camera yeah. doesn't move. Lock shot is camera doesn't move. The people move in and out of the camera. Jamie just goes tearing through the thing um, right down there's. The bench from Fault in Our Stars, and then he's off camera. Roy has not entered the shot yet, and we hear him go, "The movie," <laughs> and then a second later is when Roy comes stumbling through <laughs> through frame. He's got that gimpy knee. He's all fucked up, <sighs> and uh, oh my god, it's so so good. That's it. That's the, that's the scene. That's the yeah. And so what we're doing here is we are. We're building a bunch of relationships all at once, cross cutting and cross cutting is a, is a absolute, you know, it's, it's great to do it, but it also can be very, just like you said, if you, if you do it wrong and you don't do it long enough and you don't allow things to marinate, it doesn't work. It it feels distracting and you, and you go, Oh, is this episode? Why am I here? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't even know what to care about. Slow. What the hell's happening? Like it has that vibe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have that here. We cut right from there to a cyclist almost hitting Higgins. So we got this cyclist hitting, or you know, this, mm. this cyclist versus pedestrians video yeah. game happening, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you'll see it, you'll see it again as we keep going um, on a different, on a different person. Cyclist almost hits Higgins. Bell r- r- uh, rings his bell. Higgins goes, "Whoa!" Cyclist yells, "What?" Tourist, tourist, which is Jan wow. Moss just referenced. Hey, okay, mm-hmm. tourist. Thanks for getting mm-hmm. those bad ideas out of the way. Um, yeah, tourist yeah, yeah, yeah. is a really I don't know if you guys have this, but like tourists, um, I I have traveled all over uh, all over the place, um, and I view the word tourist as a very very derogatory.
1: Word. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, it's I definitely not an observation. It is a it is some sort of indictment. Like it is a it is a judgment. Right,
2: and and yeah. I I take pride in when we when I take the family place. I'm like we are travelers. We are not tourists. We are travelers and when we travel, Mm. we experience what we don't do is get into those lines for tourists where they, they, they herd you like cattle through their stupid crap. And, Mm. uh, you know, in order to have the giant corporations bilk you out of preposterous amounts of money for a faux experience. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, no, we travel,
0: right. We want to find the,
2: the real things out there. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, tourist is a real indictment, uh, Will, so it's Will and Higgins. He says, So, Red Light District.
3: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like,
2: he's, he's like, I gotta break the ice here. I gotta, because we're coming up on it. I don't know how to. Wh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love it though, because he's like, I'm not, like, every time it's like, I'm not saying I'm not going. I'm just saying what yeah. is happening right now. Coach, think about your
2: um, anxiety and whatever yeah. Will has been experiencing. Every yeah. step they get closer to whatever the fuck <laughs> is about to
1: happen with Higgins. <laughs> which the only thing scarier, right? Like at least if you're with if you're with Van Dam, right? You're like, well, we're gonna go to some sex show, whatever. But Higgins is so straight laced that if you actually imagine what would Higgins be into, it would be horrifying. Like horrifying. Right? Like, it's yeah, not, no, he's not no. just going to be like, oh, like if, if he really were going in a red light direction, it would be, this isn't even legal here. No,
2: no. Yeah, no, it'd be something so disturbing. And you picture him saying, like, Okay, this is where we take off our trousers, and we. To like, oh my! <laughs> right. b- I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! Why are we? You what hang them happening? up so they don't get any any liquid on them, like blood like, on them. You right, say? right. You guess it.
1: Yeah, you-, <laughs> like,
2: <what> is- <laughs> you just know, and it, and it could be like, oh, we're going to a water balloon fight. You would never right. know, but the way he would phrase it would not give you it any insight.
1: scary. the crap out of you.
2: So will, so right, he just needs her dresses. He starts to "Crack right. the egg a little." Uh, red light district. And That's he says, right. What?
1: Yep. That's right.
2: Uh cool. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Um is everything all right at home? <laughs> Here
1: we are. I, <laughs> I had everything- to pause it. I cracked oh. up. I-, I cracked up. Oh my god. Oh my God. Oh, but again, god. he's like, listen, I'm not like I love it. at no point is he like, I'm not doing this or like whatever. He's like, I'm in. I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand. Oh, I, I am so I'm watching this and thinking about all the people
2: and all the friends and people who go like, I don't understand what this episode's all about. I'm like, I don't turn off your brain and just enjoy. Just enjoy. <laughs> yeah. You got no really just Will. Yeah. Will's Will's terror. Will trying to bring up with a guy who's what mid how old is Higgins? He's gotta in be his, in
1: his fifties for sure. Yeah,
2: right. And Willis, yeah. what, 20? He said 25? He's 25, yeah.
1: So he's like, 25. I mean, he's probably the same age or maybe even a little younger than Higgins' oldest son. Right, like, he, could this, be Higgins, like, this is, he could be Higgins' child, yes. Yeah, like, why are we going into the red light district together? Like, this is not how, right? Like, either Higgins goes in with a guy on his level or Will goes in with a guy. But, like, what are we doing with this father-son red light yeah. district situation? What's and happening? Also,
2: the fact that Hig- the last thing Higgins announced was that Will was going to become a man.
1: Y- yes! Yes! I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, my God. So, right. so everything, everything I'll write at home, or, and Higgins says, what'd you say, Coach? Here we are. Yeah. His name was Chet Baker, American, gifted trumpeter, unique singer, and a heroin addict. He was tortured by demons, but they didn't stop him from making beautiful music. He's what got me into jazz in the first place, you know? Oh. And was like, oh, okay.
2: Uh, all right. So I don't have to say your ding dong. This is this Right, is right.
1: <laughs> this is, things are looking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're not going to eat someone's heart. Wow. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. Oh, my God. Uh, you hear a story and you think, there's nothing more punk rock than that. Then on I thought thir- that was so funny that yeah. he says there's nothing more punk rock than that
2: about it. Jazz music, like a re- and you know, Chet right. Baker at all, Coach? I'm I know
1: the like I've heard music, but I don't know his story well or anything like that.
2: It is, um, yeah, no, I don't either. Um, and I know, mm. I know a little Chet Baker, to be honest. Okay. Chet Baker was something I experienced um, when I was trying to plan various show off moves at some point. Or I'm like, oh, yeah. mm. oh, just a little Chet Baker. I threw, you know, it was like that kind. That's of – That's funny. When yeah, I was yeah, yeah, much yeah. younger and trying yeah. to impress people, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm, I put yeah. this mix together. It's a little, you know, like Chet yeah. Baker, like nothing, I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah,
1: I'm right. totally uh, cultured. Uh, to Burp. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, me, me, and the uh, the one dollar. Uh, sandwich strip strip bar that's, uh, style hilarious. that's my real background um and um but but he is a beautiful i mean beautiful voice really hauntingly slow sort mm. of it, it almost uh if you i didn't know he's a heroin addict uh that's the depth i didn't i didn't know that right, and, right, 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 but right now after i saw this episode i went back and listened to a little chet baker to just re-familiarize myself with it and i was like mm. oh man like it, it is like uh Like something about it is very, very uh, moving and profound. And especially if you're like, if Higgy Baby loves him, I'm going to give him another whirl.
0: Right, 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 uh, right, right, right. It was
2: was pretty great. Um, So, uh, but I did love when you hear it, he does not sound punk rock. Uh, Very much the opposite. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. Like that's such a great take on.
1: um, Okay, keep going, coach. So then on 13th of May, 1988, he passed away on this very spot. And Will says, oh, wow. How how was it he died? Uh, He fell from uh, that window up there. Um, But was it an accident? Did he jump? Or was he pushed? Hmm? And we're going to solve that mystery tonight. Again. I love how excited. I love you, Will. (laughs) I love you, Will. What are you fucking talking about? (laughs) Oh, it's mystery theater. Got it. Yeah.
2: Well, this is like the most Gen Z, like, or, you know, young, you know, The border between millennials and and Gen Z where they're like, yeah, this is what they understand. Like, this is a true – we're going to do a true crime experiential thing. Like, we're following the Golden State killer. Anybody can do it. Like, And and Higgins has been so focused on It's Like, yeah, okay, that's what you – look at uh, only murders in the building. The whole premise of that was an older couple of actors and Selena Gomez trying to figure out a murder in their building. And they do it. Like, you know, right, people right, who are, right. are, do not have backgrounds as detectives. So that's Steve Martin <laughs> and Martin Short with, uh, right. you know, Selena Gomez. So you're like, okay, is that this? I like that they went
1: In the and direction. Will was
2: fully on board. He's like, yes, like, he, I, oh, I get it. this. I have, I have TikTok. Yeah, I, I've seen stories like this all the time. We're going to figure it out right now. That's great. Uh, and of course, Higgins, no, no, no. We're just going to pay respects to a legend. Um, And, and, and Will says, what led to his death?
1: We don't know, Will. Mm. We only know this drugs are bad. (laughs) Yes. No, they are.
2: Yeah. So, we cut, we, I I think it's important for us to know that because we're about to cut, hard -hmm. cut to the biggest drug bag on the show, not named Kenneth, (laughs) (laughs) Coach Beard. Uh, But what were you going to say, Coach? Sorry, I cut you off. So,
1: no, no, not at all. I, I, I like that. Well, okay. It made, Higgins' line, drugs are bad, made me think of, there's a, there's a documentary called It's Just a Ride about a comic named Bill Hicks, uh, who I really respect a lot. Now, yes, he is politically seen, yeah. of a moment, so there's definitely some shit he says that you go, whew, uh, that is not how you would want to express that today. Absolutely, yes. You know what different I mean? Time. But it was a different time. But he's an excellent comic, and one of the things that he talks about is that, or in the documentary they talk about with him is the way he talked about drug experiences and he talks about mushrooms and he talks about LSD and how, you know, opening up your mind and all these things and whatever people feel about these as experiences that you can have. But they really stress that he tried to, that he wanted to speak to the truth of things. And, you know, I did drugs. I had a good time. I didn't lose my house. I didn't lose my car. Um, and there's more to it than that. And, uh, I, I thought, as curious as Higgins is, has been. There's. I like that he had a judgmental piece there. That it was totally believable. I could see that. <clears throat> excuse me. This father of these boys, this guy who's decided to live a certain kind of like life that's gonna help him live a long life, would be like, yeah, let's not. Uh, don't ever. Don't ever do drugs, kid. I just. I just bought right. it. Yeah, but well, it's no, not, I thought it it's I, not. You know what I mean? It's not curious. It's not a curious stance at all. No, 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 no. I thought I felt like
2: it was a little bit of a wink to the audience, because he's like, "Oh, we're going to show you the two main characters about to do drugs," and so you know, it, uh, it, we don't. Yeah, we yeah, as yeah, a show, yeah. we as a show, are not going to say everybody can, do drugs. This is know? great.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Actually, yeah, no, you're right. Actually, yeah. I, I mean, I felt that cut, but I, I I didn't think about the fact that there was a little extra. Like, don't 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 come accusing yes. us of telling you. Guys. Yeah, ex-
2: right. Exactly. That's how I read it. Um, yeah. Now we're with Beard, my man Kenneth, the bus driver. Oh, actually, you be Beard. Go ahead. You, you be okay. Beard.
1: My man Kenneth, the bus driver, hooked me up a couple weeks ago.
2: And Ted looks and Ted. nervous <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. And and I and I and I thought, um, yeah, man. Because if you're not a drug guy. It was funny. Uh, In my high school, it was uh, jocks and druggies. That's what it was. It was just Mm -hmm, jocks and druggies. mm -hmm. And all my – I played all the sports, but um, I did not do drugs, but all my best friends were the druggies. And uh, (laughs) so it was funny because I was always with the druggies, but I never did the drugs. And I really felt like – I know that because you feel like you're breaking a seal or you feel it's almost like holding on to virginity or something weird. Like right, you're right, like, oh, right, if right, I break right. this, you know what I mean? It's an identifying, mm. it's a, something I, I have built an element of my identity around, like that I have the discipline, right. you know, or whatever. I can still, whatever. I don't know what it was, but Ted looked nervous and he says, wait, so you travel with it? I thought they had plenty
1: of that stuff here. Well, I just don't like my medicine to be taxed. <laughs> Me- medicine. Look, I'm not arguing that it's not. I just think that is a funny stance to take. Like, okay, I get it, but you're not seriously. Like, I love it. He's taking a principal stand on having like broken the law somewhere. Like he he, he broke I- he broke the law because he doesn't want to pay because t- that would be wrong. I don't know. It just struck me as like a funny
2: you know, I kind of liked it. and I liked the choice, and I liked it for beard, and it felt like a um vision questy peyote kind of yes, take on it, where it's like absolutely listen, I know that you squares and you, you know, you know, Reagan voting
3: <laughs> you know
2: proto-nazis want to make everything you don't understand binary. You know, you don't get mm. you don't get the healing. I mean here's the here's the fact is that, um, uh, Juliana, one of the companies she worked for most recently, was based in the Netherlands and mm. was a, psilocy- a psilocybin company, and wow. they were all about uh, doing therapy with uh, with mushrooms. And mm. you would see these tests where people would have phenomenal experiences. People with lifelong depression would do yeah. like microdose three times with psilocybin, and then yeah. they were using words like cured. Now. I can't vouch for that because I I can't, you know, whatever. Sure. But you would read these studies and you would say, oh, my God, if it's even remotely in the – think about the people we know. I have dear friends that suffer from depression and, and, it, and it creeps up on you and it knocks you down when you least expect it. And then also when you do expect it and it's the fucking worst.
0: Right. right.
2: And if they even have a shred of hope, yeah. Um, you just go, oh, why is it – why has it been demonized? And we all know. The entire reason for the drug war and all that shit was um you know just just to just a bold faced racism and uh you know that's it it's all it we'll was them. and and again it goes to that binary binary way of thinking, well, oh, this is bad, this is good and you know it's bad because you know, certain groups will will do these drugs, and meanwhile you have investment bankers snorting more coke than I, like anybody. Well, that was go, the oh thing.
1: I was like, I loved in the eighties the war on drugs, and I was like, Wall Street is fueled by cocaine. Like, I think that's actually how they physically kept the lights on. Like, yes. I don't think there was yes. electricity. I think they just poured it into the outlets. They just poured more of the cocaine. So I don't like. It was always amazing to me. And so there are a couple of things there, and I'm going to go on a little war, uh, war on drugs rant here because I do think this is important. There's a point at which they, they, you know, the just say no stuff, and that was ridiculous. But Drew Barrymore, I remember seeing a thing about her, and as she's at the White House being, you know, paraded out to talk about just say no, she was already doing drugs, like as a kid. And yeah. I'm like, isn't that the most perfect shit ever? Like that is the most American story ever that like, but no, what matters is she's super cute and we can sell it. Right. <laughs> like that's what, that's what actually matters. Cause there's no way for a 13 or whatever old year old she was to be on drugs without some motherfucking adults paving the way. Like what are we discussing right now? So I just think like it's so American, but I did want to say. Wait, wait, this. hold on. Wait, wait. I want to, I want to stop you right
2: there because I, it, this yeah. is important. And I love what you said. It is, it is quintessentially American. And yet I want to point out it's so easy when you're taking shots at these things. You go, that is the most American thing. And it is. And I also go, and you know what else is equally American? You sitting at home going, look at this motherfucker. You know, like that's is that is also just <laughs> as American because we because we do a thing, lest we become as binary as the people we yeah. disagree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Admit, no, this is great. Say, this is great. You know what I'm saying? It goes, oh, yeah, yeah it's so Amer-. I go, I go, um, when you see the hypocrisy of the CIA all throughout the world, you go, man, is there anything more motherfucking American than us yeah. telling one saying one thing, oh, we're the freedom and light and we're right. meeting while we're taking down our enemies? You know, surreptitiously through through
1: illegal means, right? And you go. Install that's so. American. Like dictators and shit. Yeah.
2: Yes, right. And that's so American, right? And we and we get that's easy. That's the easy thing to say. Yes, unfortunately, that is American. What's right. also American is all the. True people like the Peace Corps volunteers who really mean what they say and mm. we, I put it on the line every day, and people that work in city year who go into the inner cities and help people, doctors without borders. It's equally American. And we, it's mm. I, I before we become as binary as the people we always condemn. Yeah. I just want to yeah. point out that, that yes, it, it, in the words of, I, th- I think it was, um, The American president. And so, uh, the movie, the American president, Michael Douglas. And he says, you know, it's, it is, you know, important to vote, but it's also important to protest. And it's also important to equally Mm. American to take, to use your rights to stand up for what you believe in. So as much as the war on drugs has been an absolute fucking joke and insulting and despicable. So, has the knowledge of it by the people, those of us who always knew it was a fucking fraud from day one. And so, uh, anyway, I
1: just wanted to make sure. No, that's great. I'm really, we love 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 this country. We love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm glad. And I'm glad you said so because you're right. Right. I said it in a totally pejorative way. and, And you are right about the other side of that. And I think. Actually, and this was actually a worldwide thing, but i watched a number of documentaries, Netflix documentaries around stuff with um, psychedelics and, you know, How to Change Your Mind with Michael Pollan. There were a few different things of that sort. And, and yes. I was furious to find out that there was so much work done. Like, 50 years ago, there were doctors going, holy shit, like, this stuff could really help. And I guess, and so, in the spirit of what you said... You've just said what's also American is there were some people who stuck with it. There were some people who were willing to be countercultural. There were some people who were willing to be described as weird or to be shunned or what have you, who said, no, 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 I'm not going to let the world forget. Like You guys can make fun of this stuff as much as you want, but it makes a huge difference. And I've seen some of the stuff you're talking about, where they're saying like, PTSD, depression, yeah. OCD, yes. agoraphobia. I'm not. We're talking about yes. like debilitating, life halting stuff that seems to be addressed on some level by these substances. It it re it just is It reprograms neural pathways, man. So you just I mean, go, okay, wild. what? What'd you just say?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, But it's not restricted to just psilocybin. There's other ways to do it, and oh, yeah. people are are tra- talking about ketamine and some other things. Again, it just goes back to all drugs are bad. Right. Ugh, black and white. I can't think nuance. I, I don't understand yeah. the gray area of any topic. That's right. You know what I mean? That's when right. I think about my help economy and when I think about when I say, oh, you know, Coach Castle wants to help everybody. And he says he's so mad about um, how we haven't <laughs> recovered from the pandemic, right? And I think, well, what are they supposed to do? Can you imagine politically if the president came out and said, hey, um, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take Fridays off. For six weeks, he would be eviscerated. He'd lose the next election because right, all the pro right. Uh, uh, right. capitalism right. people would be like, "Wait, you're taking money out of our? I want to work. I don't need help. Maybe weak people need help, but I don't need help." Right. Like, right. Can you imagine right. like, the, the like? Yeah. And I just go, okay. So there's no way because uh, as long as mm-hmm. people are judgmental and not curious, it, right. it all becomes like a, it becomes a zero sum game, a battle mm-hmm. for the soul of America. And I always say, let's just keep in mind. America in this case. And we say to our friends around the world, you know, this is happening here. And I know this is also happening in different versions. Oh, yeah.
1: Which is yeah, horrifying in its own way. But, yeah.
2: I just don't like my medicine to be taxed. And I go, yes, that's – there you go. That's a guy that – it's the difference between you go in, you get a a, – in Western medicine, I go in. And my doctor is dispassionate, doesn't make eye contact, sits there with a the scribe. The mm-hmm. scribe takes notes. Uh, what's mm-hmm. bothering you today? Uh-huh. Okay, blah, 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 what, whatever it is. And then mm-hmm. you go to uh, native medicine, right? And then the person is a healer. And they sit there yeah. and they hold your hand and they look you in the eye and they feel your energy, right? And you go, what energy? And, oh, that's so woo-woo. That's not – you know what I mean? And I go, listen, just keep your mind open, man. Eastern medicine, Western medicine – I, I love when people think they know everything. It's fascinating to me. Like, oh, I yeah, know. no. What I, I know. know must be everything.
1: I know. What I so see is all there is. I just like is. that take. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's it. I just like that take. My medicine. That's how Beard defines it. And God love him. Okay. That's 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 the, the take I had on it. Like, if he wants to decide mm-hmm. it's that, then who am I to say it isn't for him? You know?
1: Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I like it. So... Ted, <laughs> he's at the edge of curiosity right here, right? I mean, like, he's sort of like, oh, okay, we're going to try this. Like, it's it's the more hesitant version of Will right now, right? Uh, so, I don't know, Coach. You know, I've always been more of a beer man or a uh, Sour Patch Kids, which made me laugh because we've had some Sour Patch Kid references. Um. But I thought it was funny because you- we we use the the two things he said. Speaking of tastes of America, are two things that we use in America to to deal with trauma, pain, what have you, and we don't give Al- much alcohol, thought to sugar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we don't give a whole lot of thought to what those do to us. It's like, oh, there you go, crush your crush your liver and give yourself diabetes. But by yeah, all means, destroy everything do, else with sugar. But drugs yeah. are bad. Like, okay, if you say so. Think about,
2: Coach. Think about. We've been going to fantasy football uh, um, uh, drafts together for I don't know, twenty five years, something like that. Yeah,
1: something like that. Uh,
2: do I do a ton of drugs at those drafts? Uh, no,
1: no. <laughs> do, no. I do, yeah, do I do? No, seriously. You yeah, don't even I, drink much, you, really.
2: No, no. Have you ever seen me drunk? Think about it no, at those drafts. No,
1: no. no. Like so, no.
2: twenty five years,
1: right? <laughs> then I go. Have you ever seen me drunk? <laughs> Folks, uh, sure. he has definitely <laughs> seen me drunk.
2: I just want to like, I want to go to like a uh, if I can figure out how to insert like a you know we'll be right back like technical difficulties you right, know right, like right, like right 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 uh, <laughs> so this one time <laughs> yeah, don't, don't answer that um, now I've seen you run drafts like more drunk is like, that correct like, yeah oh, run entire run the entire show all yeah. right everybody. It must shut sit down. Like, oh my god, the best, the best. Um, but, but so, so for me, it's like, okay, imagine we know where we we've been doing this a long time. You and I have a personal great dynamic. We've been doing right. Mm-hmm. And what if I go to the mm-hmm. draft and you're like, hey man, I think you're ready. You know, I say, hey, Coach, listen, I just need, I need something, whatever,
1: right? right? right but right, I know right, right, how right. you
2: are, and I know yeah, you yeah. can. It's the same way. It's like Roy Kent can use rage channeled into his gameplay but not everybody else can right Right. coach beard can use drugs channeled into his outlook but not everybody else can especially
1: yeah right yeah have trepidation
2: because i go am i gonna be the guy you on the other side of this if i just start doing all kinds of shit like whatever that isn't in my wheelhouse am i gonna come out the guy i i want to be Mm -hmm. And can I guarantee that it's going to be a quote unquote better version of it? And also, right, right. Yeah, right. How do we know it's not not like, oh, shit, some dark shit came out with Coach? And uh, man, I don't know if we'll ever see him the same way. And also, does it affect how does it affect our relationship? Because in the case Mm -hmm. of Ted and Beard, that relationship is
1: smashingly good. Right, right, right. Right? But part of what works about it is you're this and I'm that. It's almost like uh, you've got Oscar and Felix, the odd couple. And yes. then, and then all of a sudden, Oscar's like fastidious. Like, what would happen? <laughs> like, like, that's, like,
2: what, that's what I'm saying.
1: Right? Would it fuck up Bert- their relationship as much as as Felix has been wishing for this his whole life? But if you wrote that episode, it would totally go off the rails. That now Oscar yes. is the like. It's not good. It's not right. right. It's not the balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Burton Ernie, Ernie. Yeah, has ADHD Oh my god! <laughs> you know? and you go, and, right. Yeah, looking like, back, right? Yeah.
2: Anyway. Think about Beard After Hours, uh, the lead up to it. So episode eight, I think it was mm-hmm. Man City of season two. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm going to go whatever, walk this off or do what did he say? I'm going to go something this off. Yeah, shake this off.
1: I think he may Shaked have said, yeah. And yeah, it says, whatever, whatever it was, come, I was you wanna like, come with me? yeah,
2: you want to, you want to, you want to join,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. And, and if
2: you're Ted, you know what that is. You know, yeah, what's yeah. going to happen. You're yeah. going to get really fucked up. You're going to have like, you're going to really let yourself go, whatever it is, right? Ted right. is not it's ready be at that point. Out of control. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 he's that's he's not there. And so now Beard hears something where he goes, "Okay, he's here now." Like mm-hmm. he wasn't ready then, but he's ready mm-hmm. now. So I don't know, Coach. You know, I've always been more of a beer man or sour patch kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it it is, is fantastic. Uh, and then what does Beard say? Sour Patch Kids don't form literal new pathways in your brain, which I've heard this yep. description before. So yeah. it's pretty, I mean, it makes uh, sense. Yeah. But anyway, uh, picture a sheet of fresh white snow covering all the footsteps of all the paths that you've trod before, forcing you, nay, encouraging you to begin anew.
2: I I really miss Boss right now. I know she would have yeah. some real good shit to say <laughs> right at this point. Yeah, but isn't that yeah. beautiful, man? Mm-hmm. And, and that that cathartic thing is really what Ted is craving.
1: Yeah, and he needs a little bit of a clean.
2: You know, Tabula Rasa, clean slate. Yes,
1: yeah. yes, Tabula Rasa. That's that's the two of us saying. Yeah, we definitely went to fancy private schools. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have. The f- I have a my. uh, uh, You're gonna love this.
2: My um, high school diploma is in Latin because I was a classical scholar at my school. I took uh, three years of Latin and two years of ancient Greek in high school, and so my entire diploma is in Latin. You know how much uh, good that did me, Coach? Just Uh, uh, spitball here. uh, Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, right. Uh, Just uh, round round numbers. Get you know, ballparking. <laughs> I love I can't
2: it. Even, now, I can't even fan myself with the fucking thing. I, mean, I, don't, now, I got nothing out
1: of that. But now I got to tell you, Latin was almost my undoing. I was in this program called Prep for Prep that I've told you about, but I don't know if I've mentioned yes. it to the audience. But at any rate, you, you know, they yep. get all of us out of public school, blah, 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 and get us ready to go to these private schools. And so the second there's two summers, and the second summer you had to take Latin. And looking back, I'm sure it was my ADHD. I don't know why they told me it was a dead language. Looking back, I'm like, there's no worse thing you could have told me. It's like, hey, we're going to teach you a thing you're going to be able to share with no one. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> like, what the okay. fuck
2: is this? The little thing we call Aramaic. Wait, what? <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh,
1: <Hold up. laughs> right. Right? So, so, I have to take Latin, and it is kicking my ass like and this and it's this way I mean like when I say like I'm like F like quizzes like it's not like oh it's like I would love to give you answers if someone would come explain the question right? like I am fucked in this class <laughs> right <laughs> And so, I, and so, but I gotta pass this goddamn class. Like, I've done all this work. And if I don't pass this class, I can't go to my private school. fuck. So, this woman I always remembered, and her, her, uh, I'll just say her first name. Her first name was Franklin. And Franklin tutored me. And so I realized, you know, like you realize, you just have like a story. Like I spent a lot of time around her, otherwise. But that's like to me, you say Franklin, I go, oh my god, she saved my ass. She tutored me in Latin. Like it's like, like it's Pavlovian. Yes. And I realized that pretty much every time I had seen her for maybe thirty years, I brought up this goddamn story, but it, it wasn't like. It was truly genuine. Like I view her well, as life. Like sounds a, like
2: life saving.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was a, she's a hero in my life. Yes. I was yes. dead. And I remember telling my mother, like, cause I was at a point in my life where like I never had trouble in a class. Like this was all very foreign to me. Seriously. Like that sounds, I know it sounds kind of, but I'm telling you, school wasn't hard for me like that. So the idea that first of all, I wasn't doing well at something. And then when I was like, all right, let's cut the shit. And then I still wasn't doing well at it. It was yeah. Horrifying. horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Oh my God. Franklin saved my ass. I mean, so at any rate, but now I don't, I don't, I don't tell the story anymore when I see her. Cause I think, uh, I think it was, I think it was wearing a little thin. She's hard. She held it enough, but still we,
2: yeah,
1: I would, I wouldn't know
2: if she hadn't done that. So uh, seriously, I, man, Oh owe, owe her a debt, of, a debt, of gratitude, <laughs> yeah. um, and I wouldn't have put you together with boss, and then you guys wouldn't spend every episode just torturing just you completely tor- yeah, going against me. um I really love this imagery picture sheet of fresh white snow covering all footsteps of all the paths you've trod before, not just one path, all of the paths forcing mm-hmm. you and encouraging you to begin anew and that is the story of that is the story of the Renaissance that is the story of rebirth that is the story mm-hmm. of the Phoenix. Rising mm-hmm. from the ashes—that is—that is a. Mm-hmm. This is a concept humans love: redemption. Yes. Um, yes. A, a different character arc. Uh, you know, what the, all the movies we love are characters going down one road and then mm-hmm. uh, going down. I mean. Uh, Come to the coast, have a few drinks. It'll be fun. You know, like John McClain crawling
1: through. Yeah. yeah that's right.
2: Thinking he's going to like a stupid party and he ends up like being in the biggest shootout in the history of the world. So um, yeah. we all, we love the begin anew. And um, I think it's interesting to Ted at this point. He's, he's, he's smart enough to know I think I probably do need that. But yeah. it, it is a, a leap of faith. It's daunting.
1: And, I, and I'll throw in, because uh, Ted uses a word, um, <laughs> I guess, in a similar way to uh, Rebecca staring at the Green Match book. There are moments that things happen uh, in in shows, and I'll just go, man, that's sort of just really lined up with what's going on with me right now. Huh, interesting. And Ted saying that he was stuck. My, my stage show is called, you know, this, but the artist man, unstuck as fuck, right? And like, even yeah, like the yes. Key West one is streamable right now. And so when he said that, I me imme- like, part of my coach perked up, like, Oh, okay. I know what to do here. Or I, not really, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like that sense of like, this is what I'm into is helping people get unstuck. And when yes. Beard shifted from forcing you, nay, encouraging you. To begin anew, I thought, what a perfect way to enter into this kind of an experience, right? It's not a demand. You're not being forced. Everything is gonna be okay. And this is for your good, which is just the opposite of drugs are bad.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. And it's um and it's beautiful. And we know that Brendan Hunt wrote this episode, but what what you you know, the, the dirty little secret of uh, every um, showrunner is usually the showrunner just rewrites everything anyway. <laughs> and they give the right, credit right. to whatever, and I know for a fact like this episode, Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt wrote it together. You know, they wrote it together, Ooh. and, and they put sense. they put Brendan that's name yeah. And, and so it is beautiful. I thought this language was beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought it
2: was poetic. I thought it was um, appropriate for the moment, and, and almost mm. um, ha- had the had the musk of uh, formality about it, almost in yes. a weird way. Like, yes. like this is a um, like a process, or or a uh, like we're entering into the sanctum. Yes. And so the cadence of my language changes it changes it a little bit. And of course, says like, oh, well, how's it taste? <laughs> hey, all <laughs> right, yippee ki yay. Uh, that's fine. Like, uh, How's it taste, and what does Beard say?
1: Disgusting. So most people put it in peanut butter and jelly or yogurt. Coach, do your children listen to this podcast? Uh, Probably not. But why are we about to make some admissions? No, just kidding. No, no. I
2: was just like, uh, how much, how much, how many, uh, how much experience with mushrooms do you have? There is what I was going to say. I,
1: I actually have none. I, I actually am, am very, I'm, I'm very, uh, mushroom curious, but I've not yet, uh, had this particular snowfall on the uh, neural pathways of my mind. So maybe, maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day.
2: We've all we already established that I am the prude on the show. That uh, when we when we where we get together. Yeah, you, you you like the uh, you, you've always known known a little bit more about um, about uh bud than I have. Yeah, and, yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. You 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 like you're a man who enjoys like a good glass of bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. I'm closer to like, hey, where's the fruit punch at? <laughs> but um, yeah, but I, un, strangely enough, I have some experience with mushrooms and. Oh, okay. um, in college, uh, uh, only a few times, but, um, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I luckily had a great, um, first, first mm-hmm. go at it. And, and they really are. Oh man, they taste bad. And we ate really? peanut butter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we put in a peanut. It was just, it was, uh, six of us, six guys. Yeah. yeah. And I was, re- I was close to only one of them. The other ones I didn't know mm-hmm. that well, which looking back, I may not have redone it, but it ended right, up right, working right, out right. really great. And, mm. um, one of the guys ended up being like a mother hen, natural sort of healer guy. And he, he, nice. he provided like a home base yeah. so that we were walking around through the woods and we were like, I remember staring up at a flag. We did it at night and I remember looking mm. at this flag blowing, blowing in the wind. And then I was like, we were just f- six of us around a flagpole looking mm. up at it. And then, you know, like, and I go, wait, have we been here like an hour? <laughs> like how yeah. long have we been here? <laughs> Like no one's saying a, a word. Time is a yeah, construct
1: yeah, yeah. like most alphabets.
2: Yes, it was that.
1: That's
2: um, funny. but yeah, so, I uh, someday if you if you ever get the hankering, maybe, maybe that's uh that's yeah, what yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll do. But um yeah, it really is like truly disgusting tasting. Um and, and so Beard says, you know, it tastes disgusting. Most people put it in peanut butter or jelly or yogurt. Yogurt even sounds worse. Oh, that sounds terrible yeah, it to me. Um sound great. Ted says, uh huh. And which one are we doing?
1: Neither we're doing tea. I I love that.
2: Right, and his response because oh, it's come a real on, man. <laughs> 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 He's <laughs> trying. He's like, said, I am
1: trying. I am oh trying my. here. What Seriously, you, do? Yeah. you
2: couldn't have said a worse word. Yeah. you know
1: what I mean. You could say, I'm going to put it in the liver, and it would have and been he, better th- than saying tea. tea. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I love, I love the reaction, and I loved what he said right behind that which is that's like hiding poop inside a smoothie of barf because if you yeah. have a certain brand of friend that like that way of expressing like a shitty choice is a thing like there'll be the like alright so if you're in Nevada you're in Nevada shit and somebody swings a a bucket a you oh, oh, at your yeah. face do you duck or do you you know what I mean yeah, yeah, t- yeah, like, yeah it's always like that kind of whatever so I just thought it was funny that Ted was like this is so nasty it's not even the choice anymore it's just the merging it's just like you've put the worst and the worst together um but yeah yeah you've, that, added,
2: you've added a really precarious obstacle to this process like I was ready okay yeah right. all right peanut butter yeah jelly yogurt okay what are we putting in I will put it in warm brown water, otherwise right. known as pigeon sweat. Right, uh, you know right. What I mean? it's like he has already actively said like no, 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 not now, <laughs> not ever. Thank you, though, Coach. Uh, thank you, Boss. Whatever he said, right? Don't drink it. Don't drink a, don't drink a no, drop of it. Thank no, you. thank you. Yeah, I always wonder what it tastes like, and yeah, uh, now I know it's it's terrible. And and also, tea was one of the two things we figured out on another pod, another episode of the podcast mm. where we figured out Ted actually. Uh okay, yes, it was horrible. He said yes the sewer, the smell yes. of the sewer or whatever. Yes. Oh no, 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 yes. no, not the smell of the sewer. The fact that the sewer goes into the ocean where we get our fish and whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. That was what was horrible, and tea was horrible. The two things that Ted Lasso cannot <laughs> shine a turd <laughs> <Abide>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and yeah. one of
2: them he has to Is- get through to have this experience.
1: Oof. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough.
2: Now, um, Beard says something yeah. that I really love talking about um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just a just a great line, great line. Um go ahead, coach. I just love this.
1: I don't say this often enough because I generally think it's implied, but trust me. This is how you change your mind, which by the way, how you change your mind is the name of Michael Pollan's book and is the yep. name of the Netflix uh, series that uh, around uh, psychedelics being used. Yes, um, so that that is by no means a coincidence, I can assure you.
2: No, certainly not. that is that is intentional, but uh, but it's also really, really a clever, clever way. -hmm. To that that's as clever of wordplay as you're ever. This is how you change Mm -hmm. literally, literally change. Yeah. You will change the neural pathways, but also the part that says, I don't say this often enough because I generally think it's implied. But what, Coach? But trust me. (laughs) That is um, for for people. That's like you and I saying that too. You know, these are these are people who are. The closest yeah. of friends. Yeah. And like there's no part of of Ted right. that would ever
1: not trust Beard. But the thing is, he's seen Beard and he's seen how Beard does things. <laughs> right. Right. He's like, yeah. He's like, I promise, I promise. But I, I think, yes, I love everything about that. And I also, yeah, that that Beard understands how big this is for Ted as well. Right. And 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 I think it's continually the language, like you point out, the formality of it, the really like almost yeah. like a presentation. It's 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 quite ceremonial. And yes, I think he, that's the I word think, I wanted. Yes, coach. Right. And I think I think on some level, Beard is communicating through words and his deeds. We're not getting high. Like I I will get high. Like I'm the kind of guy who's going to show up at the end of this episode dressed very curiously. Yeah, but right. <laughs> very curious that will
2: not be you are not going to do that no, you, you that's not to what to are that person
1: yeah, 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 yeah we're not doing that we're doing this other thing over here and i and i thought yeah so for me that whole line really you know said no seriously ted i wouldn't i'm not i'm not we're not fooling around here like I, i'm I, I got you i got you
2: which is mm-hmm. which is the best thing mm-hmm. it, where mm-hmm. life is so short when mm-hmm. it comes down to you, how many people can you really trust? Coach, you say I trust uh trust me between you and me, I yeah. I give you that trust and I just go for right, it. Right, right. Right, if, right. If if it's if it's uh if it's me and boss, hell no. <laughs> hell no.
1: <laughs> you got it. You 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 have a blood guy. Again. <laughs> Again. She is dangerous. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know who <laughs> led her on this podcast, <laughs> but it is troubling. <sighs> um but yeah, no, no, uh, that's the thing. I mean, this is it. Step up. You're at the plate. Yeah. Are you going to dig mm-hmm. in or are you going to step out? Right. That's and it. so, um, I, I really love this moment between them. I, f- this feels like a natural progression. It feels the, like the, um, confluence of the drug runner and mm. the tea runner and the friendship mm-hmm. runner and all, all of these things. Right. It's an intersection. It's oh, like, uh, wow, where the, yeah. lo- lo- right. All the like yeah. the Champs Elysees goes into that crazy intersection with fourteen roads where the, right the Arc de Triomphe is, and it's like that. All of these all roads have mm-hmm. led. Well, it's uh, now I'm mixing my metaphors. Now all roads lead to Rome, but it, but in general, right. it's all of these subplots that brought them exactly to this moment. Yeah, and it's beautiful yeah. that it's in Amsterdam where they first, uh, you know, I guess met or whatever. Boss would mm-hmm. tell us this if, if she were here. Um, but so here we go. This is it. Here's the moment. Mm. They. He nods, they tap, mm. they pick up the drinks, right? Um you don't remember how ceremoniously uh uh beer did it too. He had his hand under it, like, it yes. like a chalice. It was like a chalice. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's present yeah, he's presenting it. Right. And mm-hmm.
2: they do the thing where they clink glasses, uh. they tap just like they did with the beers, right?
1: Yes, yes. When yeah, when uh, Michelle took right. off, yep.
2: Yep. And um mm. And uh, and I think also one other time in season one, I think when they were at yeah. the bar, they did that too. And then uh, at the pub, and then uh, Ted, we don't we we now take the camera off of Beard and we're just mm. on Ted, and he does this thing with his mouth where it's like <laughs> can't even functionally get his mouth to the mug, right? I don't yeah. think his mouth touches the mug in the scene. No, have watch, we haven't we have i watched I'm pretty this enough, sure it but it's like. Not. He's trying to change the shape of his mouth to accommodate the this inherent incoming. grossness,
0: yeah,
2: of the tea,
0: yeah,
2: in, in which salvation doth lie, right? And <laughs> <laughs>
1: and what does he say, Coach? I can't do it, Coach. I'm sorry.
2: I can't do it, Coach. And then we then we now we do the reveal of Beard slurping and ah,
1: and his is gone cuz they don't disappoint like they're like yeah that's a joke that's a that's a joke and they are they're always going to tell you a joke it's that's great it. they yeah. never leave a joke on the table um ted
2: goes oh boy <laughs> 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 you talk about being out of sync uh wait, yeah. no I said he, you feel it right yeah
1: yeah, no, I uh. thought, I, I, yeah, because it's funny, it transformed at that moment. I've had a couple, I, two of my best friends coming out of college were both guys who did not drink at all. And uh, if you think I put on some performances at those drafts, you should have seen me in college. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so they, like, I always thought, like, man, these guys, they are the best because they would hang out. Both of them hung out with whole groups of us all the rest of whom would be getting progressively drunker. And I'm sure they were like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? But they like, we were all buddies and they were fine and they stuck with it. But Ted, by not downing his tea, has now positioned himself as the sober one, which is a specific experience, you know. So when he says, oh, boy, I think it's partly that, right? Like, it's partly like, ooh, boy. I mean, I'm going to get to witness him. Yeah. All yes this, right oh boy
2: yeah no no for sure and 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 like oh shit like yeah, yeah I, I i don't know I, I feel like oh shit he's like i right away it begins the clock of them being out of sync and
3: mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. of the
2: things that happens when you do do uh mushrooms is uh you've definitely feel them and us but you're like okay who's with me on this journey and who is mm. not and mm-hmm. you, and you can tell like how they t- everything slows down. I mean, it I don't mm-hmm. know how it was for everybody else, but for me, it was mm-hmm. like you just sort of you get very into your body, very into your mm-hmm. visuals and you know, all that stuff. And and so like, I remember we were walking through my college campus, and anytime you know we'd see friends walking around, they'd be like, "Hey, what's up, man?" They come talk to you, and you're like. Uh huh. Right. Out of I gotta get it here. Gotta I, gotta gotta here. Go. <laughs> I gotta go. I got go. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. it wasn't. sort of like it would like try to get to the woods as fast as possible mm-hmm. to be like just get me uh, away. But um, so that's the thing. Beard says, "Did, did you have any?" And no, he didn't even. Right. Now we cut to the hotel lobby. Isaac and Mo are tallying votes. I like this. Isaac is uh, uh, catch has the. Uh, you know, has the tally, and mm-hmm. Isaac is showing him, showing him the vote. And what does Isaac say? Where we at? Mo says, "This is Bumpercatch. catch." I always just put Mo in the show notes, everybody. I, I I'll apologize because bumper catch takes a m- lot longer to type. So I just say, <laughs> um, "We have nine votes for sex show, and all the sex show people yeah! cheer." And he says, "We have nine votes for private party, Ooh. which is a tie, right? And one vote for tulip." <laughs> And the whole, everybody yeah. looks, <laughs> looks over at Danny. He looks guilty as hell. He is rubbing his thighs, that like, slowly so with his hand. funny. Adorable. The most adorable human on the planet. Um, he's like Paddington Bear. Like, like he could not yeah. be a cute, like, he is just
1: Seriously. so precious.
2: Yeah. Uh, Isaac just goes, all right. They don't say anything. He says, Isaac says what?
1: That leaves us with two. Sex show versus private party.
2: And Danny says, and I th- I think someone be <laughs> yes? <laughs> but, who? <laughs> but who?
1: But Dan, who? But uh, oh who? Uh, Danny, you wrote it in Spanish. Danny, you wrote it in I was already laughing. I was already laughing at but who? And when he said, Danny, you wrote it in Spanish. Totally broke me. Like, I broke. I had to wait. Yeah. I had to pause
2: it. Yeah. You Danny wrote it in Spanish. Um, and Danny says, okay, this is one of the great pauses of this show. Because Danny says, uh, Crystal Fernandez, my God, he, how do you encompass so a, a character like I mean, he says, someone wrote it in Spanish. <laughs> and then there's a pause and he goes, Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Someone. Who the f- who knows who that? It's a right. one of the hey. eternal
1: mysteries. Oh my what God. a beautiful God! What a beautiful man! My God! And what does Isaac <laughs> say? Look, it doesn't matter what we choose. This has to be unanimous. Discuss.
2: And you see the motion he did when he when he um, said discuss. He like
1: threw his like, arms up. Yeah, 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 yeah like them, that. Like, yes. Off you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Right. Correct. Um. And then so Sam articulate me and Sam. I'm telling you, love that. Love that guy. (laughs) He says, Okay, the idea of seeing a sex show is one that makes me more uncomfortable than aroused. And I'm like, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's not arousal. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, I always, I mean, I never. It always blows my mind going to a place where it's like going to a restaurant where you can see the food but you can't order it. I uh, just go. I don't. I don't understand. Why are we doing this?
1: Right,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But um, so uh, people say right, 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 and, and, and people some some people agree with Sam because which is why I'm still in favor of you know a nice simple movie night. And then everybody, whoa. And he goes, but, 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 but. but. And so what I really liked about this is Sam is like, this is, I've mentioned the Vox Populi before. Sam is the voice of the people here. He is, mm-hmm. he's saying like, I. he's so plugged in and he goes, okay, I know I want to advocate for a movie night because I know what's behind it and know what's about. I know it's like the right thing for us. But I also mm-hmm. understand, I'm a realist and I go, I know you guys don't want to do that. That's where the but, 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 but. As yeah, I said right, right. earlier- Jan's admittedly inconvenient plan is an excellent second option. Uh, And the people are, okay, yes, okay, all right, let's go. To which Van Damme says what?
1: No, 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 guys, 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 stick with me. We're two hours away from that party, but we're only 10 minutes away from watching some sex. (laughs) Come on come on he's like i i I didn't have i didn't want to have to break this down to this degree but if let me let me let me see if i can help you dummies understand what's at stake
2: i really like that he said some sex like some sex like it's like it's not specific sex it's like whatever it is in the category of sex is already better than than anything you're saying yeah yeah well i don't right so Jan Maas has had enough. He sa- he says in Dutch, "Can you please tell my friend that he's being a boring tourist?" And that, again, tourist is a pejorative.
1: Mm-hmm. That
2: uh, Danielle comes in. She says, "What's what's your name?" And what does Van Dam say?
1: Everybody calls me Van Dam.
2: Which people, his friends behind him laugh like they snort. Like shut the fuck! Everybody calls please me God. Van Dam. Hey, like man. I hate. Like even they hate him. Um, for in that moment, we're like, "Oh, right, shut right. up, Van Dam."
1: Um, Bad enough, we call you that.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then so, um, so he says that, and then the two uh, servers look at each other, and one of them, the one on the right, goes, "Yada glutz" or something like that. Like, what a dumbass! I tried to look it up, I can't figure it out. But you know, it's yeah, yeah, it definitely
1: was, yeah, dummy. Look at this clown!
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) And uh, now Danielle says, "What, Coach?"
1: Okay, Van Dam. Would you prefer to pay to watch two tired people have sex or rather go to a party where perhaps you could get some yourself? And Van Dam, this is really good. He says what, coach? They're they're
2: tired. <laughs> <laughs> they're tired exhausted, she says. And he sits back and he makes a motion like, all right, I
1: give. I'm done. Right.
2: Yeah. And everybody starts cheering. And Isaac says, "What? Finally, the captain has done it." What does he say, Coach?
1: We can finally start our night in Amsterdam. Hey, they all cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Janmas says, "In Groningen,
2: Gro- in yes." I'm like, "Oh my God, he's got to be specific about." <laughs> <his scholarship." laughs>
1: right. Oh, that, you know what's funny? You're right. That is exactly what he did because he's Janmas. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. He's Janmas. Got to be accurate. Uh, Richard says, "No,
2: wait, wait, wait. We need to eat first, right?" And everyone's oh, Sam says oh yes, definitely. Okay, what do you want to eat? Uh, Mo says ramen. Van Dam says shawarma. Uh, Sam. Then the whole place erupts, and Just very lightly, know. if you if you if you blink and you'll miss it. This is one of my favorite things. Danny says some brownies with marijuana, or maybe some Mexican. <laughs> 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 that was Danny. <laughs>
1: I triple check.
2: Funny, really? I some didn't get brownies that. with marijuana.
1: That's funny. Or
2: maybe some Mexican. And I'm like, this. I, I just snort laughed. I'm like, this is so good. Um, yeah. But anyway, all of this is distraction. In the words of Ted Lasso,
0: mm.
2: this ain't the headline, right. right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. What is the What is the headline, Coach?
1: The headline is Colin putting his hoodie up and sneaking out behind them with all that chaos going on unnoticed. Yes.
2: Yes. With with his hood he like
1: literally dons his hood like a Sith. Seriously, but I I really wanted to highlight because again, this could be from an episode of Saved by the Bell when we're all like, okay, yeah, sure. Right. But it was totally plausible because we were in the actual chaos with the team. We didn't just sort of come down and witness some one joke, whatever, like there's a real thing going on with the team that understandably is distracting them. So we're in. And so even though the Colin thing is a little like nobody saw him, you you buy it in a way that I think in a lesser show, you just kind of either shrug and go along with it. Or get pulled out of the story because you're like bullshit. I don't buy it.
2: Okay, but you figure, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like how you how you framed that. Also, this isn't Colin's first rodeo, has he ever? Oh yeah, out he knows how to do.
1: Yeah, 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 he knows how to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So he out he goes, and then you know he leaves it. We get a shot from outside, and out he goes through the main door, and then before the door can close, what do we see, Coach?
1: Uh a sneaker. Block the door from closing. A leopard skin sneaker, which means. Dun 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 dun. There might be some trouble.
2: Yeah. It's very ominous as a shot, as a shot choice. It's
1: almost horror movie ish. Yeah. The way that it appears. Yeah. I think there's a story (laughs) telling (laughs) you. You right, leave my man. Like who, alone. who? Who's gonna <laughs>
2: leave my man? Why you gotta be like that, Trent? Man, he ain't, he ain't done shit. Um. <laughs> oh God. Well, it's just how they frame it. They're they're. Yeah, messing no, with no, no, it's, Matt, it's Matt, there. Matt Lipsey, you know, it's the yeah. it's the directing choices where they say, no, 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 we're gonna do this. Jason Sudeikis. They're trying mm-hmm. to add to the tension. They know all about stakes. Right. I would say they're they're cheating in certain cases. Jack's hand off of Keeley's back, the reveal mm-hmm. look of Jack, where she could have been mad about maybe being yeah, kissed yeah, 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 when yeah. she was the one pushing the whole agenda forward. So I'm like, yes, those are choices, and I understand why they make them. I think they're cheats. This one, I think uh, everybody knows, is a little bit of a cheat, uh, and I think the front of the door can be a cheat because you go, oh, this is what in the head? Like this is a st- yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a stalker move,
1: right? Right.
2: Anyway, we don't know what to expect. We cut back to Rebecca at the houseboat where she's enjoying the tea. Mm-mm-mm, she's enjoying it. We hear a knock. A knock on the houseboat. Mm. Who, pray tell, is at the houseboat? Rebecca says, hello. And what is, uh, what do we hear? A voice saying what, coach? It,
1: it, it's me. Is it okay to come in?
2: And yeah, of course. It's it's Of course, it's your house. It's the man. Uh, Mateo I- Vantagreen. Hi, he
1: high. comes down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And then what does she say?
1: You really didn't need to leave.
2: And he admits, no, but taking a shower in a stranger's boat is uncomfortable enough, and he shouldn't be worried that he's watching you through some
1: people. I thought, yeah, and uh, people. Like she's amused yeah. by it. Like really, right? And yeah. he and she questions it in a way.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's Dutch. I I keep, have to keep factoring it. So the, you're.
3: Mm.
2: Your your rating system changes, right? You, like how matter of fact he is about certain things. I'm like, right. well, that would be off putting, right. or it would be arrogant in mm-hmm. anybody else. But it's like, mm-hmm. no, he's Dutch. So he's like, right, he's not right, in, right. Like, oh, Yeah, he's just oh. saying he the thing. He doesn't say, I'm so sorry. What would Sam say? Oh, did I use the wrong word? Right. Uh, right. Is, that not, is that not a current say? Right, right, right. Yeah, right,
1: right. <laughs> This guy goes, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I said, Correct. That. You heard it. Yeah, me. I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are the Dutch are the Dutch the shandies of Europe? <laughs> God, they better hope not. They better hope not. We've been, we've been playing up like
2: the Italians are. Remember, like the, uh, the oh Italian, yeah, like so Italians. Italians up there.
1: Up there. Yeah, exactly. So Rebecca um, says, "What? Someone's dated themselves." And he says, "Oh, fine, no problem." So I think this matters a lot, <clears throat> and I'm going to pause us here for a second because. You know, I, I don't think I'm breaking news at this point that there's all these looks There are all these looks at manhood. What does it look like? How does it show up? Right now, think about how awfully uncomfortable it is when Bex or anyone I would assume teases Rupert or points something out about Rupert or Rupert isn't the king of the of the hill in a given situation. Like it's not good. Yeah. We know it's not good. Right. It's a whole thing. And basically she gives him a little ribbing and dude doesn't even break stride. Like he knows he's being ribbed and he kind of feels like, well, shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not 25 years old and yeah, I thought, uh, you know, I thought peephole. sorry, I didn't think about, you know, installing a camera. You know what I mean? Like it was like very, like, he's fine. He's fine. Moving on with the conversation. I thought, I think that matters in terms of where she's been and where she's going. I certainly,
2: I think you're right about that. And I also think that, um, he, there's a benefit of the fact that he knows she's a beautiful woman. He knows that she's a woman who values her phone. He doesn't know she owns a Premier League football club. He
1: doesn't know,
2: right? She's just a, a woman he pulled out of the sewer. <laughs> like
1: that's because you, know you should believe in who you should love someone for who they are, not what they are. Uh, Thank you, Keely. Great pull, great pull coach. That's mm-hmm. exactly
2: right. So he is yeah. dealing with the person. Yeah. And it is very attractive to find someone of his uh, bearing where they're just like, kind of, well, yeah, man, I've been through everything. You know, I, I, have a, I have an uncle that started like this. Like, you cannot, you know, you can't, I talk shit to him all the time. I remember we go and play paintball and he was a Green Beret. Oh, wow. And I would, and I was the captain of one team, he's the captain of the other team. And, um you know I was like i am gonna shoot your ass, old man <laughs> <laughs> you know, just trying to, just trying to get in his head right, right. and um and uh, uh they- blo- send you different parts of this the forest whatever, and I have a team of like i think I had like sixteen it was sixteen on sixteen we had a huge we got a oh, big, wow. I, I organ it was me, you know yeah, community yeah, yeah. builder as you know. Yeah. I got everybody in the family, kids, grownups, grandparents, everybody, and I said wow. we're all going to go play paintball, and um, it was like right when it was a new thing, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I organized the whole day and whatever, and so they put you in different parts. You can't see their team, and the whistle blows, and um, you know, I, we've said we've outed me as my name, my real name is Thor, and uh, <laughs> and so it's like silent for a sec. Guy blows, you know, the referee blows the whistle, and then I hear out of out of the deepest part of the woods, I hear, Thor, I'm coming for you, Thor. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was shit. the, I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, this is like when I was like a really good athlete. And I was re- you know uh, what I mean? Like right, really, right, right. I, so I got in a really good position, and I hear him coming, and I got a beat line on him. I try to unload. Nope. He's 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 gone. And then I, I'm in like this culvert where you can't I'm I'm um he can't get to me because where he oh, shoots yeah. from I'll get him before he'll get me. And I know this. Yeah. And so I see him get behind behind like a this tree area. I think he's in this one area uh-huh. and he pops out real fast and lets off a shot and it hits about a foot away from where oh. I'm standing. And I try to hit whatever. And then I anticipate where he's gonna jump out again. He jumps out somewhere else. Shoots another shot and now it's like it was two inches. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. The next <laughs> I, one There's
1: is... no way, right? If I don't oh nail my... him the next time, this is over. That's it. Right. And, right, and, right. And of course I don't. And I right. go running for my life. Right? <laughs> <He's
2: a> bombing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and bombing. That's great. Uh yada yada yada. Um we didn't win that match. Um so that's yeah, great. Uh, but, uh, but I was the, he was the, he was the Matteo Vandegre. Like, he was like, mm. I know exactly. Mm. Y- y- I am, unf- I don't care if this punk chirps at right. me, whatever, you know what I mean? And meanwhile, I was the other way. I completely wilted and became like a running rabbit, you know what I, mean? <laughs> like, I love you, Forrest well, Gumpit. I was yeah. running. I'm telling you, I am telling you, I, I just come, all my bravado just leaked out of me and I just became like pure fear. Um, But anyway, um, I really, it's, it's attractive. Someone who knows himself. Yeah. yeah. She says, how do you don't no, Yeah. You you tell what's this line right here about what you had.
1: Had you down as more of a webcam kind of guy. Anyway. Thank you. Nonetheless. He says, you're bleeding. So okay, now I really wish uh, Boss were here. Not just because I love her, but because I had a flash thought here. It was similar to when um, Doctor Sharon, when we hit that moment where it's like, "Oh, what team you work with now?" And you know, and I had like a flash of, "Wait a minute, is Doctor Sharon gay?" I oh, 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 for oh, oh, a flash when he said when sh- when he said you are bleeding, I was like, "Oh my god." Did, is she ha- like is it her period like is he referencing her period like i just thought like is he seeing C- what it was a flash I had wow. that thought. So I really, seriously, I I wish Boss could be in on this particular conversation. Because I it, it just flashed through my Me mind. Me too, because I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to be
2: <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> you, got, I, yeah, you and her I are just, weird. That's the thing. If
1: you're sufficiently weird that you have these thoughts. Really, right, this right. wasn't yeah.
2: even remotely on my
1: brain. I love this. It, yeah, it, she it would be with so, you on this. And I, it was just, yeah, it was just a flash. And maybe because I had all this, like... You're gonna be a mom, Rebecca. I'm so excited for us. You know, um, but yeah. So anyway, that was right. that was a flash of the thought there. But I did wow. like where the scene actually went. I thought I thought it worked well. Yep.
2: So he says <laughs> you're bleeding. She says and What? You're bleeding. What? Oh god. Yeah. She looks down, top of her foot is bleeding. He says, Yeah, don't worry, take a seat. Um Um, I don't don't even know how that happened. He says, "I was in the military. I trained for this." Ooh, and and uh, he says, "and I don't want blood on my floor."
1: I like that a lot.
2: Did you? I didn't like that.
1: Oh, really? I I guess it's very. I'm like, I I, I had to go. Oh, he's
2: Dutch. (laughs) It's it seems rude. I'm like oh, oh, I took it. Oh, it's, maybe oh, it's about it you and your fucking floor right now. I'm the one. Hello, I'm bleeding. I thought, like
1: I thought, I I took that as a joke. Like, but I think that's interesting. Just that saying the Dutch thing because that's like some shit in my family that would be said. Like, but not like not really meaning it, but like trying to make light of the situation or act like, oh, I'm not really. I don't really want to help you, but you know, I don't want blood on my floor. Like, kind of oh, like that. I so see. that okay. was the way I heard it. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not sure. Then I guess it could. I had to watch I don't the scene know. again. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though I've watched it three or four times now, trying to figure it out. I'm just like, that's just who he is. He's just I can't right. tell if it's a joke or not. But then he says blah blah blah. He says something that I can't make out. It's in Dutch. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh eh, eh? goes that. Like, yeah. And
1: she's
2: and she says, What? Yep. And he says, You got strong ankles. Uh, yes. He says it I as will... an observation, but not but not as a not he wasn't being creepy.
1: It's no. Like, it's a it's a fact. Like you this is what you got. You got strong Yeah, I'm noticing that and I'm speaking to it. Uh yes, I wear a lot of high heels for work. Now that made me li like, like, okay, what did you make of that line? Where, like, yeah, what like what made wondering. her say like, that? For play? For in her free time? I'm like, what is
2: I'm trying to figure out what she yeah, why did she have to clarify the I mean I, I was like, is she making use, sure use he case? knows
1: she's not a... A lady of the evening, like I was like trying to figure out like what would be the high heel thing that she needs to make sure he doesn't think she's about. Yeah, her affect on the bridge would not typically suggest. Yeah, so uh, I was like, wait, what are you explaining? Like
2: a, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, I but it's interesting. interesting. In in the face of his complete confidence, she's still a little bit aware oh, yeah. of her. But I mean, like that, you know, it's normal. She's like literally in her birthday suit under that robe in a stranger's place. He's got her foot and he's he's analyzing her body, which I'm like, right. oh, sometimes you just don't, you just don't, oh, you have, what if she's, what if she hates her ankles? And she's like, oh, the one thing you notice about moves,
1: yeah, these decay, ankles, you know are what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't
2: know. Anyway, yeah, when you're that good looking, I guess you can get away with all kinds of shit. <laughs> just I, say whatever yeah. the fuck's on your mind, no, Mateo. Okay. And he says, "All right, there you go." And then he kisses. Yes. Now, interesting. Yes. What Rebecca says? What? Ooh.
1: She's I, definitely oh. surprised. Yeah. I don't
2: think she was pleasantly surprised either. I think she was. No, like, yes.
1: that was a bit much. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He says, "Oh, Which... sorry, force of habit." Force of habit. Which oh, means it's what? all that military training. I like. La- I thought that was it really i felt like that was rebecca like that was the rebecca we more so know that level of like it's sarcasm it's calling the moment but it's also that's fine we can move on um i i, I don't what know what is
2: the force of, what is the force of habit though the real force of habit He's got a little girl and every time he gives her a boo boo, he gives Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely was with that. And I, but I'm not, I was trying to decide if I thought Rebecca hadn't connected those dots just because she's in the midst of this moment, you know, with him not observing it like we are. I definitely got yeah, that's when he's usually putting on band aids is with some little kid yeah how would she know
2: that he doesn't know she went snooping well he, right. maybe he has webcams all over the house we don't know that's funny he, he right. struck her as a webcam guy but he doesn't know that so yeah. how could she know but at the same time um, she does exactly what you said she does you you mentioned one of these last episodes she's a master at moving the conversation to a new place if she's in a place where she finds it awkward yeah and so she says oh it's all that military It's a perfect thing to say in the moment to keep to just completely move yeah keep it rolling and, yeah. and what else does she say oh and
1: the tea was really lovely thank you
2: and he returns the box to its place in the cabinet and he says would it perhaps be more lovely if we added some brandy no 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 yeah
1: i'm uh, i'm just going to wait till my clothes have dried and then i'll and then i'll pop off
2: listen this is a this is textbook stuff this is um Everything they, that sh, that um, Keely and Rebecca were trying to coach Nate about, about how to be assertive without being mm-hmm. assertive, and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how to like mm-hmm. he. This is a that is a
1: play. That is a
2: yeah.
1: Attempt. He's yeah yeah he's he's all right. Are we gonna move this evening along, or are we doing it right?
2: But but it's not threatening. It's not. No. um Mm-mm. He's just saying, hey, what I think we're going a certain way. What you think we're going a certain way? And she's like, no 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 no. We're not going that way. Especially after he, kissing my foot.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little, a little closer proximity to that. And, but I like that. And then I'll pop off and then it, it dawns on her in two hours and 40 minutes. Like she realizes, like, this okay, is. Okay. Yeah.
2: But say, say that whole line because we ju- we missed the middle part. So say the oh, whole okay, line. He so, says, would it, per-
1: so, would it perhaps be more lovely if we added some brandy? And what does she say? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm just going to wait till my clothes have dried and then, and then I'll pop off in two hours. In forty minutes, like she realizes, like oh crap. Right. And I I, 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 thought that was, um, I thought it was well done. One of the things in screenwriting, uh, because clearly this is where people come for their screenwriting lessons. Um, but no, but one of the things with screenwriting is, you want to cut off, you want to cut your character off from all the reasonable options. So that when they do the wild thing, people in the audience aren't basically like, "Well, why didn't you just text her?" Right? Like you, you, you. you so, right? so you you put the 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 phone at the bottom of the canal, or you do you do all these things, and putting those clothes in the dryer was a great way to kind of have the character stuck, um, and make it so that staying and having dinner feels a little bit more reasonable given the circumstances so i just thought they did yes. a nice job of pinning if, her in but then also reminding us of how she's pinned in
2: if this were network tv which typically you have to you have to go okay i gotta make sure the the least um uh, plot uh, w- the least uh plot aware
1: Mm-hmm. automaton
2: watching the show i mm-hmm. don't du- you know it's gonna sound terrible we so say dumb it down for so every make sure everybody understands it and you say um you would have a scene where she gets out of the water between the scene where she comes yes. out of the shower you'd have a scene with her flagging down a taxi with him mm-hmm. behind her she's shivering like crazy
1: mm-hmm.
3: and
2: like her lips are blue mm-hmm. and then the first taxi says
1: um you're not getting in here. No, you're not
2: getting in here. You're soaked and then she tries to get a rickshaw and and the guy right. says, no, "No, no, get out of here, stupid tourist." And he says, "Come, come, come, please." That that's it. That's all.
1: Right. right, that's the scene. That makes right. it
2: more, yeah, that's how they do it. Um so he he exactly what you said, coach. Exactly right. And if you don't want to wait, I can call a cab. He's got no he's got no horse in the game. Like yeah. I mean he does, huh? but he he's got no skin in the game, but 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 he's not desperate for this. It's not like Right. It's like, you know, lady, you fell. I'm, I didn't fall off a bridge.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I I also like sometimes when you give people a choice, you're more likely that they'll do what you want them to do. Right? So um, if you were like, oh, you have to stay. I mean, your clothes are wet.
3: I yeah, bet yeah, you'd that, be right. like, no, oh, no, I'm good.
1: Throw my clothes in the bag real quick. Yeah, so let yeah. me get out of here. Get me out but, of here right now. You're <laughs> handled, Yeah. Right? But the fact that he's like Hey, you know, all good if you um, I did not engineer the situation yeah, yeah if you yeah, want yeah. not... to wait,
2: I can call a cab for, if you don't want to wait, I can call a cab for you and your bag of wet clothes and, or I can make dinner, right, and I yeah. really like this moment because Rebecca says what
1: well, yes, I am quite hungry actually,
2: which is what yeah. coach, which yeah. reminds
1: us of what yeah. coach of the reveal of who she's been bantering with. When uh, she and Sam are st- standing there, and it's Sam who says, "It could be that we both showed up here, both hungry and alone," uh, which I thought was just a beautiful, uh, beautiful line. But the yeah. fact that we're back here with it almost- <laughs> now this, I again, I always admit the the, or I try to admit the moments where I I feel like I'm crossing the line into all right. This may be me. This this may be me adding this one, but I. F- felt like it almost gave us permission to root for this. If you were somebody who like me actually did like Rebecca and Sam and did enjoy that, this didn't feel like it I think this line and this piece being here was almost the show saying this is this is her continuing that journey or something. Like I I don't know, somehow it felt like it didn't I, I didn't feel like, ooh, if Sam finds this out, boy, it's gonna be a problem. Like, I, it just it was where she is in life right now. I don't know. What? It felt, it I, felt I like agree. It, it, it felt like it helped us.
2: I agree with you. One of the reasons people didn't like Sam and Rebecca is they're different races, and and they can't get, get right. And so that's one of the reasons, that's right? And true. so yeah, you yeah. go, but they the show didn't care about that, which I love. Right. And right. one of the reasons, like uh, people say, oh. No one here is focusing on Rebecca and a, and someone from a, from the Netherlands because it doesn't matter. Like this is what the show keeps telling us. Like, does it matter when the team is negotiating about who's mm. going to go to a restaurant, who's going to do? Is there any sense whatsoever about race in that right. conversation? Right? No. Everyone's got an mm. equal voice. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's just like mm-hmm. so. It's like it's this place where you just go. Oh, thank God! Yes, you're yeah. just dealing with the people. It doesn't matter that this guy's Dutch. It doesn't matter that she's British. You know right. what I mean, like, I would never date someone from England. That's terrible. But um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: my God, my God.
2: My so, God. Unbelievably
1: embarrassing. I mean, my um, friend Megan tells me really questionable oh, yeah. things about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Perish the thought.
2: Um, but, 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 um, but, yeah, no, it, it, realistically, this is, this is the whole thing. Like The, the show's about people. And, Mm -hmm. and so what we've had that moment with Rebecca, we say, yeah, I actually am hungry. And now she's hungry again. She's quite hungry again. And it's like, Mm -hmm. Ted, Ted talked about during his speech, he's like, you got to go here, here and here. He said, head, heart and gut. And she's like, Mm -hmm. when when Rebecca uses her gut, right? Good things happen. When she, when she tried to biscuits, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Biscuits, Mm -hmm. tea. Now dinner. Mm-hmm. And and then we get this little bookend, what I, we started talking about in the beginning, which was a man who can cook and a man who's mm-hmm. willing to cook and a man who can cook generously and say, like, I will mm-hmm. cook for us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There's something very attractive about that. Um, likewise, there's something very attractive about a, a woman who can cook and do the same thing. It doesn't – again, we're talking about people. For, take genders out of it. Right. It's just that we've always been so stymied that, oh, oh, oh you know – a woman's right. place a woman's place is in the house or whatever. My mom used to have a shirt Ooh. that I liked where it said, Oh, my woman's place is in the house, and then underneath it said, and the
1: Senate. And I was like, Oh, good for you, mom. Like I've I like, I've yeah. seen that t-shirt. That's yeah. funny. But, uh, but I but I think, yes, to everything you just said about the cooking, but I'll take it even a step further because this I think this speaks to why this doesn't reinforce the patriarchy in the way that some things could. So when we do see a man who can cook. Right. It's um, it's chef. Right. Which is just classic, like the most classically male shit since I was also uh, doing the American thing. So I'll say that oh, intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yes. but 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 in seriousness, that that, you know, yes, when when cooking is elevated to this important art form that we give awards for, then yeah, then the men that it becomes the yeah, the
2: then, unique. World of men. Right. Yes. Right. So crazy. But but for
1: who's feeding like most of the fricking world. Right. So it seems to me that also built into what's cool here in a way that Roy reading the story to to uh, Phoebe in that sort of very magical, you know, tiny bulb lit room and all this kind of stuff. Yes. Is that he's cooking in a very matter of fact way. He you know, to use her language, pops it off to the store, grabs whatever's quick, he's gonna make something. You know, like it's not like, Oh, I know the recipe for blah 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 fancy fucking dish I learned ten years ago. It's I'm gonna cook some dinner. Here's some food. I know what to do to it to make it taste good. Do you want some? And I think that's part of what works about it too. He's he's act he's it's it's in this way, also the anti, anti, um, anti Rupert. Yeah, right. R- yeah. What would Rupert do? Rupert would take her to the fanciest restaurant they could get to. They would go with the driver, right? Like he has to show, like, ready for your fairy tale. And this guy is like, no, no fairy tale. Like your your, your clothes are drying. I think you're attractive. I'm getting the feeling you think I'm attractive. Would you like some dinner? Yeah. Yes.
2: And. Not for nothing that he was like empathetic about it. Like you might, you might possibly be hungry. Um, yeah, I took, tu- I took, off, I had to get some food anyway. So I took off while you were showering Cause I, I know if I was in your situation, I, I think I would feel better if, uh, someone wasn't peep, you know, looking through mm-hmm. people. Like he's just, he just is, he appears to be very decent and um, thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being considerate, uh, is a good thing.
1: Um, <laughs> can you imagine? What a what a what a time to be alive that we have to say that. I'll never forget during the pandemic somebody had to write an article. It was like I can't believe I have to say. It. I think the
2: title the article was "But you should be nice to other people." I can't believe I have to say this. Oh yeah, and, and it was like a yes. big. It was like in yeah, the Atlantic or yeah yeah, yeah you know, vulture yeah, yeah. or something. I was like oh my god like or the New yeah. York Times. It, made, it was like a it was a it was thing huge. I remember. I'm, yeah, I remember it going yeah.
1: around. But yeah,
2: yeah, can't believe yeah, I have amazing. to say this. But like you like, how did we fall this far? Where well, that's a novel concept. Um, yeah, I've been all over the world, and I can't tell you how kind. You know, there's good people everywhere, and yeah, and you just find every everywhere and people without any education, no training in ethics or whatever. You know what I mean? These right, right, like, right, right. They're just getting by, and they still will give you half of everything they own just because they're good people. And you just go, I just can't believe. You know mm-hmm. the level of kindness, and um, I hate that we get so jaded that we forget that. Um, yeah,
1: there geez, was. I mean. Sorry, but on the other end of that spectrum, <laughs> I know we don't go too politics heavy, but I had to. So, at any rate, I was, I was debating uh, some American politics around health coverage with uh, someone of a different political leaning. I'll say it that way. And I, you know, was pointing out that ultimately, yada yada yada. yada. I'm actually, I have a, uh, I have to appear in court. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so anyway they can't prove i killed them no i'm kidding but so so <laughs> but but the guy so i'm saying so i'm saying like hey this shit costs me more this way first of all and second of all if i know that we have the capability to make sure some kid in michigan doesn't have to like get to er level sick to get treated then yeah i want that to happen And he said, and I don't think he was being in any way funny or insincere. He said, why should you care whether some kid in Michigan gets health care? And I remember just, like you know, somebody says something to you. And it's not like it stopped me cold because I was like. It was sort of like that article. Like, I was like, I don't really know how to respond, like to respond to that. Is to go to a level of discussion that I don't even like. How far back in both our lives would yes. we have to go? Yes, yes. <laughs> to get yes. to like where did we diverge? That that question comes to you so naturally. So yeah, I think the 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 the, the you know you're you're probably co- still cold after your shower. Here's some tea. You're probably hungry. I was gonna eat. I got enough for the both of us. Would you like some brandy? Uh I've only known you. Th- Two hours and you've already had a long fucking day, right? Like, I mean, like, that's just as energy is like Mikasa Sukasa, and you know, it it works. I believe it.
2: You also get the sense, like, I mean, some people, oh God, some of the things people said online, and we'll talk about this later. I definitely yeah. want definitely a boss to be here for that because they yeah. think like certain people are advocating, like, oh, something untoward happened while she was sleeping. No, gonna, yeah, just yeah, the yeah, opposite. yeah, 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 exactly. I know, but like sometimes people can't read. It's amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like we said. It's two p- people look at the exact same thing and they come out with different conclusions. Um, I see a cut on Rebecca's foot. Foot. You think she's getting her period and then can have children. I mean, who
1: knows? Who's to say? Right, 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 um, right. But yeah, you it just you know your process so quickly. But also, I think part of it is we know, we know there's a bunch of rich stuff there. So we're on the lookout for it because they've done such an excellent job throughout bringing this stuff to our, you know what I mean? Like, so we, it's not as if there haven't been a ton of just Easter eggs and all this stuff in here Um, they happen. So when we look for them, we're not crazy. And then it's figuring out, well, which is really that, and which is really leading us in a different, you know, which is just sort of us noticing something interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, but with this this guy, a character who came to mind was Mr. Big, which I didn't watch the Sex of the City movies, but when it was a series on HBO, I, I started out watching over Daphne's shoulder, and then I ended up, you know, always, oh, always being willing to keep her company during that time of the week. Um, I mean, I didn't watch it. I'm just saying I would like, keep her company while she watched. No,
2: <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but know, like, re- i feel like I share
1: re- too re- much, and you know, it, it was like <laughs> don't count, don't count if yeah. I'm just like peeking and stuff. Right? Yeah, I, you know, I didn't care. Yeah, Sports but Center I- was probably it was you know, <laughs> better. <enough. laughs> but they, but yeah, but I know I would watch, and and I remember like the Mister Big character and me going like, "Isn't this fascinating?" Like, I feel like even in that, from a woman's point of view, I feel like Rupert ended up being the true prize ultimately. Like there's a whole other guy who was far more Ted Lasso. And he ends up, you know, getting tossed. And I and and so I do think when this show does this, I think it matters. I think it's it's saying no, no, seriously. Like who's showing empathy? Who can cook a meal? Who can take care of a little girl if need be? I remember when my child was younger and I had to re, you know to do their hair because we were headed to a birthday party. And I had practiced. I had practiced on Saturday mornings. Daphne would go spin. And so that was my time where I would just try. And at first, it looked horrible. And over Saturday mornings, it looked better and better and better. And I'll never forget, at one point, I had to do hair. Because we were heading to this birthday party after Daphne got back. And we're walking into the birthday party. And this woman goes, Maya, your hair looks so pretty. And I promise you, top 10 most proud moments of my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, how far was I from the men I knew who, like, if they had been left with a girl, then that meant they couldn't go out because they couldn't get her ready. They didn't know the first thing to do. Or they gave her a baseball cap and everybody got in trouble. Right. But I was like, no, I will not, I will not be that guy. Like it ended up more that, you know, at a certain point, don't don't touch me or my hair. And that's a whole other conversation. But I <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but yeah, I, I took real pride in that. And I think I, I think there's a show for guys who do or who might. I, I know that so I, I remember when
2: I remember some of the mom and I was divorced as a single dad. Mm-hmm. And I remember putting my little girl's hair up in a, in a, in a ponytail and you, your hands know the moves. I wasn't even looking and I just go, and right. you're, you're twisting and spinning and pulling it. And, and I remember some other moms looking at me like, you know what I mean? Cause they got a, they have an ogre right. at home and uh, he right, couldn't right. do that if his life depended on, you know what I mean? Right. right. And um, so yeah, no, it's a great, it's a great feeling and you want to be that person for your children. You know, no matter what, you just want to be, yeah. you want to be capable for them. Um, again, it comes down to relationships between people, whatever that dynamic is. In this case, we're talking about, um, a man who rescued a, or helped a woman, uh, you know, who had fallen into the water and they're trying to find where the boundaries are and where the lines are. And it's, it's interesting. And there's some really memorable sort of deja vu points like the, Oh, I'm actually quite hungry. Mm-hmm. And, um, she says, what else does she say right here with that? She said, I'm actually quite hungry, and then what else does she say?
1: And what clothes are rather heavy in a bag. So, um, yes. Which I thought was also great, right? It's not that I would love to stay here with you, my God, you're handsome and charming. Like, right? But, like, it's it feels like flirt. it feels like pure, like a real pure flirtation slap. You know, like when you're figuring it out. You know? Yeah. No, like, she's not going to yell, like, yes, I really like you, too, and can't wait to have dinner, right? I mean, oh, like, God, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so I like, I like I'm that. I'm
2: not happened. sure she's there yet, either.
1: I think yeah, she's no, caust- I think cautiously... Think she's fig- yeah, she's figuring yeah. out what's going on here. All
2: right, so Rebecca says, um, she actually says, well, yes, I am quite hungry, actually. And then, what What is? Uh, what else does she say?
1: And, what clothes are rather heavy in a bag, so, um yes. Fuck it. That'd be nice. I, 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 yeah, I think it's just very, um, it's just very flirtatious. It feels like, eh, how, how, how heavy could those wet clothes possibly be? She's a big, strong woman. she get done. She's got arms like Michelle Obama. Uh, but she is, you know, but she's deciding, you know what? Yeah, let's see. Let's see, Mr. Boatman. Let's see what you got going for this dinner and, with that handsome face of yours, so I I thought, I thought it was pretty cool her way of saying yes there. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he says good, gazellek. G- yep, yep. She says yep. Yeah. She no fucking idea what he's talking. about. <laughs> it could be like Gazelle could mean like yes, and right. I will I will right. uh, serve you as the main dish for dinner. Uh huh. Yep. That, mm-hmm. No, sure. sounds good. No right. idea, but uh, the way he says it, um, yeah, sounds sounds like something nice um, and that's where we're going to we're going to put a pin in this right here and wait for the the uh, the mvp of the podcast to get back absolutely so she can dazzle us with her her wisdom um, coach where do people find you when they definitely will want to find you
1: yes so uh, i can be found at wealign which is the online community for our coaching practice uh wealign.oneword.alignp.com also on Instagram at BK2LA, the companies at AlignP, P. And we're also at Align P on TikTok. So come on, folks. I mean, that's a lot of ways to be in touch. Let's connect. That's let's just right. make it happen.
2: Let's make it happen. Um, and uh you can find Emily Chambers at Dumblie Chambers on Twitter and she Whenever she gets off her lazy keister to write, <laughs> <laughs> now now you're hearing me speak as the editor in chief <laughs> instead of instead of the podcast host. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna <clears throat> have
1: the editor in chief talk to the podcast host.
2: Instead. Yeah, no, seriously, that this is un this is not acceptable in that forum <laughs> to shame her into writing. I just like what she writes. Um, you can find her at uh, antagonistblog.com. Uh, we thank everybody for listening it's wonderful to have you here this is this is a this one episode was a tour de force and yeah. it's going to take us a little time to get through it coach has been coaching me to say listen man i don't know if we can get through the episode <laughs> the week you gotta just you be careful man like and I, we're, we're really gonna do everything we can yeah. this one again i Ooh. was hoping we would get a little further today we know now that the ranting lunatic problem is not boss it is us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right exactly we, we cannot pin this on her no, yeah clearly clearly not god damn clearly
1: it not clearly um
2: not. everybody thank you so much support your local libraries support your independent blogs pajava.com antagonistblog.com writer owned writer run um and uh you know the written word is a, is a special thing in this day and age when it's uh when it's under attack um we are going. Oh, I'm so happy! I just realized you don't have someone to mess this up. But we will be back. <laughs> we will be back uh, next episode, which will be Ted Lasso season three, episode six, Sunflowers. So that will be part three. Um, it's it's wonderful having you with us. And uh, until we see you again, we are.
1: Richmond till we die, we're Richmond till we die, we know we are, we're sure we are, we're Richmond till we die. Yes! (laughs) I thought you'd enjoy that. Love it. Thanks for listening.
2: The TEDCast is a joint venture between Pajiba and The Antagonist. Visit us at pajiba.com and antagonistblog.com.